up, bitches! Keep it professional. Give it my best. Looking at you. Which, honestly, you're the most professional person here. You think I am? It's not me. Okay, but this remains to be proven over here. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. I can be outdone. Well, okay. Rebecca, what is... Because I do. You told me a little bit, like, just casually, like, about what you're currently doing and what you do. And you sounded way more accomplished than I am. And I know Ken is. So, what you're... A social worker or therapist or both? Am I making all these up? No. So I am a social worker. Okay. But in the state of Ohio, you can be a licensed independent social worker. So basically, I have the highest designation of a license. And so I'm able to be a therapist. So I can counsel clients. I diagnose them. The only thing I cannot do is prescribe medications. Oh, what the hell am I doing here then? This is already disappointing, but... (laughs) All right, tell me about your uh, yeah. career. I know it's the worst part. Think how these Bud Lights are here. They're <laughs> wonderful. Medication, <laughs> absolutely. I am licensed to hand that out to anyone that walks in these doors. I'm licensed to drink it. Great. Cool. Do you do you do couples therapy? That's I don't work with children and I don't work with couples. Okay. Uh, only because I don't have enough training. I probably could. I just haven't taken any courses on it since my undergrad, so about 12 years ago. I dole out advice left and right. It can't be that hard. So you can't help us? No. No. Joe and I. All right. No. Even I knew the answer to that. (laughs) I mean, I think you're beyond help, actually. She's like, I've known you 15 minutes, and I think you two should just separate. (laughs) Yeah. It's time to end the relationship. Uh, (laughs) Oh. had a good run, though. 13th and final. It's it's done. (laughs) And then you are furthering your education. Yes. So I started in last August at the University of Alabama in a doctorate of social work program. So it's a virtual program. And then once a year, we have to go down to campus for like a week long. A low residency program. Love it. So can I give my advice that I give everybody? Yes. Decide that dissertation topic now. Like literally now. And every single paper you write for your coursework is on that dissertation topic. And then all you have to do is cut and paste at the end. So I'm very lucky because it's a doctorate of social work and not a PhD. So we only oh. do a capstone, which is like a baby dissertation. But I've already mostly decided what I'm doing it on because they drilled that into our heads in orientation of like. No one told me that our orientation sucked. It's a different time. It's, it's, we're all, yeah. it's always evolving. Always evolving. It was 15 years ago. Yeah, it's a little a scary. Lot, a lot what can you tell us? What what your area of focus is going to be? Yeah, it's actually going to be on therapists who work with clients who are transgender. And my plan is actually to do a study on therapists before some education with around trans issues and trans rights and how they view trans clients. Because I've worked with tons of trans clients who just 
say they've had awful experiences yeah. with therapists. So I want to provide education to therapists and then see how they react afterwards. Why are they do you why are they saying that they are having awful just cuz their therapist is not prepared or trained enough in their not necessarily like malicious, but they're just like you can't help me cuz you don't know enough about it. That some of mm-hmm. it is malicious, some of it is therapists saying like you need to pray or you need to go to church to change who you are. And and to be clear, that does not work. No. Okay. No, that does not change a I thing. I just thought of that yeah. West Wing episode Conversion. where that guy tried oh, to get like yeah, yeah, yeah. 110,000 for like, you know, someone to pray for like a distance. And then Toby tried to say, was it Toby who tried to say, we should just give him this to get this passed? Because everyone was just like, he wants 100,000. And they're like, you mean million, right? And like, no, thousand. They're like, I don't get this. We yeah. don't deal in those lower numbers. Conversion <laughs> therapy, legal in 75% of Ohio. 25% of Ohio cities. I did the math on this one. Uh, conversion you mean therapy. Counties, county-wise? No. So there are major cities like Cleveland and Cincinnati and Columbus. Uh, so we could say it this way. 75% of Ohioans live in an area where conversion therapy is legal. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So it is not legal here in Cuyahoga. Uh Cuyahoga County in Cleveland, it's definitely not legal, uh, or in Akron. Um, not the and, stereotype, but I'm pretty sure I could have picked the counties that it was legal yeah. in and not legal in. Well, <laughs> it doesn't. It's it's hard to prove though because Akron. Um, my my ex boyfriend, the the pastor at Franklin Circle Church, who's very open about uh, subjecting himself to conversion therapy as an adult. Oh, I met um, at your party. Yes, exactly. Oh, oh my awesome. God, he loved you too. He's awesome. Yeah, he's great. He's Honestly, great. we may end up going to his church because we're, you know, it's a, for, I think we're going to end up there. Chris yeah. and I were big fans. Oh, he's he's wonderful. Um, and he's just very open about subjecting himself to conversion therapy as an adult. Uh, and the place that he went to is absolutely still in business in Akron, even though wow. it's not legal in Akron. So it's hard to prove because how do you prove you, you you go to the place and say, I heard you're doing conversion therapy and they say, no, we're not. Okay. Nope. They call it something else. Nope, I just give it some other Oh family. my gosh. Uh, conversion um, therapy slash tanning Faith salon. affirming <laughs> therapy, yeah. restorative therapy. Um, they usually stay away from yeah. conversion or reparative, but yeah, they have some unbelievable things that they call it. Oh, look at you and the work you're doing. Yeah. For you. I'm trying. And you also have like a minor in alcoholic marketing towards transgenders, correct? Me and my Bud Light. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and so that lies to how we all came together today. Uh, for anyone, and I'm putting this out tonight, like I'm going to mix it and put it out. Because it's, oh, wow. it's, it's so, yeah. you know, it's, you know, I had somebody that I was going to put one out today and he's like, you going to put that episode out? I'm like, actually, I'm bumping you a week unless... I missed something in our talking that's more interesting than this. It's just too topical. It's it's happening <laughs> right now. I don't want to wait a couple of weeks to put it out. But um, for anyone that's not aware, uh, and honestly, I didn't know most of the players in this, to be yeah. perfectly honest. I had to kind of look it up because it came up. I didn't know who Dylan Mulvaney was, but to, to not to jump ahead. So Dylan Mulvaney. Um, that's because you're 45. I'll be 46 soon. Are I know, you but on you're TikTok? 45. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's uh, so Dylan Mulvaney is a uh, uh, used to be, or still is, at least was a, a stage actor and then transitioned, I believe, in 2021. Actually, it was 2021 because this whole thing that's happened was like a celebration of, of, of her now year after transitioning mm-hmm. is where a lot of these things kind of happen. So, uh, so she transitioned and, uh, you know, she's... I, a TikTok, a huge following on TikTok. I think that's where most people had known her and where a lot of the, the marketing came from. Um, so she started getting a lot of different um, 
uh, ads and promos as, you know, people that are, you know, well followed and have a lot of exposure do. I think with uh, uh, Tampax, Nike, and then eventually Bud Light. So apparently people don't like it when transgender people drink their piss beer of choice. And it's bad. Bud Light's bad. It's it's just it's what you and we'll get into it. But it's what you drink when you you just you don't know what good beer is. It's not that great. Yep. That's my opinion. Um, but this has turned into I didn't know this, and I hate that this is why I knew this. But then I found out that Kid Rock came out about this, and it just the headline looks so funny. That's when I actually looked into it, and that's when it kind of spiraled. And then like two days later, I was about that story, and. Rebecca, I think, was the second person of the 25 to respond. And uh, Ken is such a big fan of Kid Rock. I thought he should come on as well. I didn't see. Isn't there a video of him trying to shoot bottles? And he he's like a like, really poor shot. That's what I heard from people. Well, it was cases of beer. He wouldn't have made. I def, he definitely wouldn't have been able to hit the bottles. But the thing that was even weird about the video, he, he put out a video in, you know, in protest of you know, Bud Light you know, having a uh, 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 this woman as their their spokesperson, and he's in the middle of a field somewhere. I think he lives in like the woods of Michigan or some shit like that. And he's shooting with yes. what I thought was an automatic rifle um, into cases of Bud Light. And then he looks and he's just like, "Don't drink." I didn't watch the whole video because it was fucking dumb. Um, but then another singer, Travis Trick, came out and he said that Bud Light is not going to be sponsoring his tour. I knew the name Travis Tritt. I knew he was a singer. Mm. I didn't know who he really was. Then I Googled him. I think he's one of those guys that he's, he's an older country singer. It's weird he hasn't progressed. And you know, then he's um, you know he's coming out saying that he's not that he's stripping them off the uh, the tours. I think those are two of the bigger names. And then this Travis Tritt is up. a big name. Yeah, very big. Yeah. I, well, I didn't. I, I I didn't know, but he yeah. actually is a very big like name. 90s country. I don't know if he's put out anything. Recently. He probably still has that, I mean, that sure loyal he's following. He's you know, of the people. I'm sure. I'm sure it's big. Um, but the uh, so then you know that, and then this just got picked up by everybody. So you know, obviously Fox, CNN, MSNBC, different podcasts, different outlets, and now it's it's been kind of like a big news cycle for at least at least a week, probably two weeks. Again, I, I was a little bit late to the game, so. Uh, I was thankful that you were very not you were eager to jump in. You're like, I kind of have a background on this. And then you just described your background <laughs> like, yeah, you do. So it's good you're here. And then obviously Ken is is someone that will always fight for, you know, uh, the, the the rights of anyone. You know, transgender, I know, has been a big focus for you know, the Buckeye Flame, which Ken is, you know, the, the, the person that's kind of, you know, driving that. So I thought he'd be a good one to come on. And plus, I hadn't seen him in like two weeks. So it's been a couple of weeks. It has been. I had live shows last time I saw you. Oh. Yeah, it's okay. It's We're probably here. why the relationship's not working out. Uh, yeah. You're not seeing each other. We haven't enough. determined yet. Is it should we see each other more or less? We don't know. <laughs> Seems like it should be more. Oh, it doesn't seem good. <laughs> so so how familiar were you with this prior to, you know, you and I talking? I've been following it a little bit. Most of my clients who I work with in my private practice are uh, transgender. So anytime there's any sort of transgender outcry or issues. I have to be very on top of it sure. to like be able to come to a session and not have somebody educate me on what's going on. I right. want to know. Um, so I've been following it, but I think it started, I think they announced it April 1st, maybe was the day that they announced the like partnership. Um, and I was at WrestleMania that day, so I didn't really care. Um, Cause I was like, oh, I'm like, I'm on vacation, so like, I'm not. I'm, I'm not looking are at we, anything. We're just glossing past that, or are <laughs> no, we? I was, okay, good. I was okay. going to be like new topic, <laughs> like in LA. Yeah, you are a wrestling fan girl. I 
love wrestling. I have a what? Macho Man jacket actually that I wore at my wedding. <laughs> I have. I, hate I have that this eight thousand questions. Yes, I'm. I am. Man, there's you're like an onion, huh? Yeah, well, yeah a lot. There's a lot here. It's fucking layering. An onion with a Macho Man jacket on yeah. the onion. Yeah, that's what's amazing. And about a Bret Hart that. jacket, but that's Hart. I love Bret Hart. I mean, Bret Hart's my man. Yeah. I'm, Wait, I think I, I like someone who ended up being a murderer. I used to like Chris, Chris Benoit. Chris Benoit? No, wasn't Superfly Jimmy Superfly? Oh did. my god! Didn't he end up being like a murderer? He killed like a couple people. I think. Oh shit! I think it was just one. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, well then, whatever. Good. All right. That'll happen. I don't know that it was ever proven though. Okay. Was it like you know I just what? I actually don't think it was. Went... I think there was always like that speculation. Yeah. I think Eventually, because he passed. I think allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. And Wendy Richter. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Sorry. Wait. Love her. Do you know Wendy Richter? Yes. Do, Wendy, here's our trivia for the day, which you already know what the answer is before I'm even asking the question. I feel like you could write it down and you would Wendy. know. Wendy Richter's manager was Cindy Lauper. Oh. That was a big deal for there me. There was that wrestling show. Oh, gosh. On, yeah. on um, Netflix, Gir- The Girls or something. I can't remember. It was a few years ago where they like all talked about like the old school like wrestling. I females. remember seeing like the, uh, the, the, I think the trailer. Girls of that, yeah. wrestling or women of wrestling. Gorgeous, lady, Glow. gorgeous Glow. ladies. Yes, gorgeous ladies. Yes, of that's wrestling. it. Yes. Oh, yeah. And then they did a, wait, are you talking about like the doc or the actual like the show? The actual show. Okay. Oh, the one yeah. with uh, what's her name from uh, Community? Well, Betty Gilpin is in it. And yeah, I love that show too. I love both of these. The documentary on Glow, because I used to watch Glow. But yeah, no, I was actually a huge uh, WWF fan growing up. I was I, too. The Royal Rumble. But mine was, uh, I went to the Royal Rumble when I was a kid. It was in, it was at the Coliseum. I remember it was, uh, I saw all the, I mean, mine was, I love Coco Beware. Man, I thought he oh, was I great. I saw Andre the Giant live. I saw, I also oh. went like when Hulk Hogan was having that feud with Bad News Brown. Okay. And Bad News Brown when I found out later, like Bad News Brown is actually a very accomplished like judo practitioner. Like very, he's like a black belt. I think he was in the Olympics and got like a bronze, uh, a bronze uh, medal. Very wow. accomplished. And I remember my friend Ty and I were like 10 years old and we yelled at Bad News Brown as he was coming out and he faked like he was going to punch us. And I mean, the whole <laughs> crowd went back. <laughs> like 30 people actually thought we were going to get hit and move back. He was a bad dude. And uh, yeah, that was... Some super, super fun times at the Coliseum. I, I really, really miss that. And then Jesse Ventura became a governor. Yes. <laughs> it's really quite an unbelievable story. Anyway, so you were at Minnesota. WrestleMania on, was that on April 1st? Yes. Because April 1st was also drama here in the Northeast Ohio area. I'm a little disconnected with anything oh, that's not you were, involving. You were going to go with me. Oh, out in Chardon. To Chardon. Yeah, because that's where they were having the, oh, the, drag, the brunch. drag brunch and the drag queen story hour in the church. Did you end up going? I didn't. Um, the police had told people, had really warned people I against that, going. Yeah. But then there were some Nazis there, but then it started raining and it rained away the Nazis mm. as, as water does. It's a the science. Nazis yeah. hate Nazis hate rain. They, yeah, they, they hate water. Yeah. Uh, they're and like gorillas. They're, 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 like they can't one. survive. Yeah. yeah. I didn't even know that about gorillas. And then the Proud Boys, the, <laughs> <laughs> the Proud Boys tweeted out that it was an April Fool's joke. But meanwhile, they ended up spending like fifteen thousand dollars on security at the church. I oh. do remember that because you had texted me the day before. You're like, "I want to go, but it's getting pretty heavy." And yeah, I was like, "I'll go with you." And then yeah, then I started seeing 
uh, not officially canceled because they can't really make them, but everyone, police, everyone involved was like, we strenuously do not think anyone yeah. should attend this because they were getting enough what they thought were credible threats. So it was the emotional thing for me too, though. I, I don't know. It's that, that double identity thing. Like it's one thing going as a, a gay guy. It was another thing like, Oh, as a Jew, I don't really feel like being around Nazis. That's kind of my baseline. Uh, so I just couldn't, I couldn't pull it together. And then the police added the extra element. All right. So you came back from <laughs> WrestleMania. That's I'm still on the part. I don't, I don't think I can name a current wrestler. You can like John Cena is a current wrestler. Yeah. Like he wrestled at WrestleMania. Does yeah. he have a stage name or is he John? You Cena? would know just him John if you Cena. saw him. He's actually okay. been in a lot of movies. He's one of those guys kind of like the rock that no, has no, gotten... John Cena. I know. Who oh, John okay, Cena okay. Is. I just didn't know if he had a stage name. No, just John Cena. Okay. Jonathan. Did he win? Jonathan. No. Oh, because I usually when like the older people come back, they don't tend to win because okay. like it's really about it's putting like the younger people like putting Building them up over. that next gen. Yeah, Building up that next gen. Wait, Bret Hart was a wait, but Bret Hart was in a duo. The Hart Foundation. The Hart Foundation. Yeah. And who was the other one? There's Owen. There was. Oh, I don't um, Owen. He's the one that died. He's the one that died oh, at no. one of the events. Yeah. He fell as they were lowering him down in his. I think he landed oh chest God. first on a turnbuckle. I don't so. know this story. Oh yeah, this is a it wild was one. Bad, yeah. Well, did you ever watch those uh those Dark Side of the Rings? Those are so good. They're so there sad. Is some wild shit. In is those. this like a behind the music for yeah. wrestling? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. It is. I know nothing about any of that. It's. Did you have the best time? It was wonderful. We you actually just bought L- tickets to SummerSlam because it's in Detroit. You were in L.A. Yeah. For WrestleMania. I know people that would lose their minds just knowing that I'm talking to someone that did that. That's crazy. It was amazing. Like, and we went to the Hall of Fame ceremony on Friday night. Like, it was, we did probably like 40 hours of wrestling in four days, which is a lot. Um, but. And this was, is something you share with your husband. Yeah. And is it something that I feel like it's something you talked about on your first date? Um, Probably like the first month. Yeah. Like, um, were you both holding it back and then one you let it slip and then you're like, holy uh, shit, I'm in it too. No, we, we've been together since we were 20. So like it's. This is like three years. <laughs> oh, thanks. Like 12. <laughs> hey, you're still way younger than us. Than you. We're the same age. <laughs> I appreciate that. There's that conflict in that relationship yes. again. Gay people tell that. time differently. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's, okay. That's why we go so it's over It's like reverse stuff. dog ears. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> a thousand are there, percent. Are there still women wrestling at WrestleMania? Dude, some yeah. of them are incredibly popular. Okay. Even I know. What's the the the, the, oh, the the super popular one with the dark, short hair, shaved side of the head? Rhea Ripley. Oh, my God. That, I've never I know. Heard I mean, yeah. she's phenomenal. I like, haven't even watched an amazing. event, and she's gotten so popular that I see just see her just in reels in my feed. I mean, she is wildly popular. She had a match against Charlotte Flair, who's Ric Flair's daughter. Okay, but is she actually Ric Flair's daughter? Yeah. No way. Yeah, that's and she pretty is, cool. They're both. It was her and Rhea at um, WrestleMania, and they were. It was the most amazing match. Like people are saying, it's probably one of the best. How's ever? How's Chunkyard Dog doing? I don't believe he made it. Okay. Yeah, I don't think in he's... a lot of ways. <laughs> I'm looking up now if he's alive. <laughs> I don't think he is, because <laughs> oh, I've looked that up before. Because I also like Junkyard Dog, yeah, Junkyard Dog and like Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Those yep. were those were the ones that I loved growing up. We're actually going back now. My husband and I were watching all of like the older wrestling. So we're in like '97 right now or '98. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, no, going he's, back through. He's real dead. 
Uh, he's been As gone. To fake dead. He's well. He's been gone for twenty five years. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. He's, he's real, real. Gone. Sadly, is a common occurrence sometimes. Yeah. For some of the, those dudes, man. When you talk about like you know professional sports and like who does the most damage to their body, it's those guys in football. Uh, yeah. It's absolutely. not, and it's not even close. I mean, it's some of that stuff is scary. What those guys go through. Well, now they're they have a lot more like okay, you know, here are the rules. We're not going to hit people in the head with chairs. But even at WrestleMania, one of the wrestlers, they threw a ladder at him. It split his head open. At Wrestle- During the match, they administered stuff like ringside. Yeah. They put numbing agent in it and stapled his head ringside. I, no. I figured out, out watching some of those those behind-the-scenes things that when the ref stands up and goes like this, like yep, makes an X, X, that means someone's actually legitimately hurt and probably can't continue. Yep. And I'm just like, oh, my God, that's so wild. I it's remember, crazy. I remember being scared by The Undertaker. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. And I remember just being like floored by the ultimate warrior. I never saw him live, but uh, yeah, that dude. Also a great story about him. Not a great one. Turns out he's kind of a piece of shit. I think he's he's dead too. Yes. Yeah, he passed. He died. But he He had a lot of just like, I guess like later in life, like ramblings, like I think he was very anti-insert minority gender here. And he was pretty open about it. Like some of the other wrestlers were like, yeah, man, he would say some shit backstage. You're like, all right, great match, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> yeah. People also said he was not great to work with. Very stiff. Wasn't yeah. like a good A lot of them were just like, player. he wasn't like actually a great wrestler. Yes. Like a technical wrestler. Like they're like, he was. I assume that you listen to, to Stone Cold Steve Austin's podcast sometimes. I've listened to a few episodes, yeah. I do too. It's a very, very good podcast. But they talk a lot about that. Like when he when he had like The Undertaker on and they, they were talking about like those things, like a technical, who's a really good technical wrestler, who's the best. And they'll name someone that you kind of know, but don't really know. But they're like, like business wise, like how to actually wrestle. These guys were the best. But ones like the Ultimate Warrior, they were great with the crowd, but not necessarily great at the actual wrestling. And they're like, there's yep. a lot of people like that. It's a really good podcast because they dig into things like that and like what it's like, like on a small circuit before you hit the big time. I mean, can you imagine doing the exact same things that those guys are doing to their bodies. Probably a lot worse. And for like literally. One one thousandth of the pay. Yeah, <laughs> like that's what those guys do. Well, I had a wrestler on here, uh, a local guy, uh, Derek Klein. He's a really awesome dude, but he, he does like ones around here. And I mean, he talks about like some of the stuff that he went through. He's like, yeah, I got to go to work sometimes, and my fucking nose is caved in. <laughs> yeah, we've like, been to a few AIW shows around here uh-huh, yeah. that are like, you're like so close to the ring that you're like, I have to be aware oh, all yeah. the time because someone's just gonna come and punch me. Yeah. Well, like the AIW, that's uh, like another guy that's been on here, Steve Guy, I think, is, is the guy that does the announcing for it. So, yeah, I mean, the, but those are those are crazy. Like, they'll have yeah. those, like, at the Winchester down the street. Yeah. It's crazy. And, like, at churches and stuff. Like, yeah. And they're a little, like, Also, all. there's the part where it was extraordinarily homoerotic. <laughs> I just saw it as a as two athletes clashing, Ken. You're and reading so into So did this. I. <laughs> <laughs> There was a little bit of something same, for everybody yeah. there. Same baseline, different conclusions. Yeah. 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 All right. You know, when you put it that way, it makes complete sense. Was, I loved that clashing. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> as you and people can't see the visual as you reach for your Bud Light. It's amazing. This is such a, I have a feeling that, because I want to talk about a, a couple things in terms of, obviously, the, so, the just the social normal 
human aspect of this. And I think the three of us are pretty well aligned on that. That Kid Rock is right. Uh, A thousand percent. (laughs) It's a great shot. But I also want to, and I messaged you on Saturday, I think, and I was like, man, I am, there's other aspects of this. Because then you get into like the financial and the marketing, which Mm -hmm. I think that there's, there's definitely a discussion that this was done horribly wrong. And I don't mean, and we'll get into it, but I don't mean using Dylan Mulvaney. The uh, the person whose name I got to look her up. Well, you probably have it written down. Whoever the, the the marketing person that was kind of in charge of this did an oh, interview. Yes, and said some really stupid shit. And but let, let's let's talk about the first part. So obviously, you know, I I don't I don't think anyone here really sees the harm in a you know transgender woman, man, anyone, gay. I don't care drinking a Bud Light, but. There are some people in, in a lot of it. One of the things that I saw in this is like, you know, after COVID, everything got red, got redder, blue, got bluer. So everything kind of just got split down the middle, no matter how dumb or, you know, very just minuscule and shouldn't be a big deal. It is. I can't tell you how many different clips on YouTube I saw of this. Uh, some financial, a lot of it just, you know, what's Bud Light's problem? I mean, there was a lot of that. And that was a little, not a little, that was very hard to kind of grasp. Because, like, can you believe they would do this to their customer base? Like, they're not doing anything to their customer base. They're trying to expand it. That's what all businesses do. You want to, you know, you want 100% of your market share. If you have 60, you try to get the other 40. But this this has really, really taken off into something just so goofy. I can't believe that it's actually gotten to where it is. And some of the mm. things that people said in some of these segments, like, just kind of casually is very odd to me. But also, unfortunately, not odd to me. Mm-hmm. It's kind of what I was expecting going into some of them. I don't know. I'm see. This is where I might be diverging. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with a boycott. Cool. Don't buy it. Once it then gets into making extraordinarily transphobic and ridiculous statements, that's where it crosses some line. Travis Trade, you don't want them to sponsor your tour. Great. You don't have them sponsor your tour. I, I just can't stand the hypocrisy. The, that's what kills me. I mean, look, I will tell anyone who will listen, yep, please don't support Chick-fil-A. Please don't buy Chick-fil-A. They do horrible things. There are any number of of, of businesses out there giving to anti-LGBTQ causes and, and whatnot, so please don't support them. What I can't stand is uh, what I would say is the right-wing hypocrisy around, well, uh, you know, yelling at the at, – at the liberal community for cancel culture, you do the same thing, yep. which is fine. That's what a free market is about. It's just why does it have to then be, I'm going to say extraordinarily transphobic things uh, where trans youth and their parents and certainly trans adults can hear this and it just becomes such a divisive point. Cool. Don't buy Bud Light. I, I'm fine with that piece. It's and you and I talked a little bit about this just in messaging. It's like, Everyone's a science fan until they don't like the science. Everyone's a free speech fan until they don't like the free speech. Everyone's doesn't like cancel culture until it's someone that you want to cancel. Yes. Like it's in like to what Ken said, the hypocrisy. Because some of the some of the the segments that I saw, the word bigot was you the word bigot was used before they started talking about this Dylan Mulvaney and not in a why is anyone bigoting against this woman? It was, you know, that Bud Light was bigoting against its customer base. Like the, mm. the word bigot was used. And then I'm like, I am so confused. And then they got in and I'm like, oh, I'm it's not like confused. A betrayal, it's like, just yeah. a stupid, stupid, it's a, it's a dumb comparison. I just always think though, like, is it upsetting or are you upset? 
because those are two mm. different things. It's the it's the, it's the latter. But it's like, not upsetting. It's not upsetting. Wait, for... I need to sit with that for a second. <laughs> okay. You took that in very quickly. I'm not there yet. Do it again. Is it upsetting or are you upset? Right. Okay. It's like the same thing as, is it offensive or are you offended? Yeah. You know, you and everyone has the right to be upset by something or be offended yeah. by something, but it's it's almost like the the old adage of are you making a mountain from a molehill yes and it's like in this is this upset break this down like is this upsetting someone that you don't like is drinking something that you've drank in the past is that something that should really occupy a big part of your day or a big part of your mind if a you rational don't have person would be listening, no. <laughs> right. but i mean and to, to ken's point the hypocrisy flip it all around yep flip it all around say that um I don't know what a liberal drink is. <laughs> um, I don't know. Say a, a beer, comp- whatever the Long hell he's drink. drinking. <laughs> Long drink. Something Long like drink. So say something like that. Something like that. And all of a sudden, you know, they they decide, hey, you know, we're going to have Ted Nugent and he's going to sponsor us. You know, and if, you know, everyone just keep it as, as even as possible. All the trans people are just like, you know, he said something, man. Boycott this. And it's like, I don't know. Is it is it the same thing? But if you put that in front of someone in that way, they'd be like, "Why would they care if Ted Nugent is drinking it?" Like, that's kind of exact. You're just you're just on the other side of it now, and you it sounds stupid to you. But when you flip it around, you're like, "I'm doing I'm doing God's work." Literally, some of them have said that. Oh yeah. I also think though, like, who is every time one of these giant issues happen, I always think like, are people still buying things because somebody's endorsing it? Because I know that's not how I buy stuff. I'm just like. I know I like this wine or this alcohol or something. I'm not like, oh, this this celebrity sponsored this, so let me go buy it. And I have to be I've reminded. This, like, I've had this this thought in my head for like 20 years. Because until in going back to when I was a kid is the last time I remember seeing like a commercial and being like, oh man, that's cool. I want that. But like, I, no, no, no. Like Demi Lovato doing a Wendy's commercial doesn't make me think that their spicy chicken sandwiches are better. I already love them. Exactly. Like, <laughs> like I no, I, I can't even when we, I'll open up to you guys. Can you think of anything that somebody has endorsed that you're just like, oh, now I got to do that or or buy that or drink that or eat that or go there? I, I might can't think tr- of one. Oh, I, I mean, I might try something, but only not necessarily because it was the celebrity who said it, but because they amplified something I never would have heard about otherwise. So I can think of any number of things. Uh, that perhaps... Oh, you um, got one in your mind. Yeah, somehow. we'd love to hear. <laughs> well, I'm just saying that, that perhaps uh, the the uh, very stable women who populate the Real Housewives franchises uh, occasionally market their wares. Uh, and, and I have tried some products that they have put out there. Okay. I love the housewives. Oh, I love the housewives. Yay. Once again, I am, I am in the dark. Uh, <laughs> the... um. I can think of it like maybe not like a product, but like if a musician that I like say that they really like this band, I'll check out that band because I really like that the musician that said this is a good band. I really like them, so I trust their judgment or something like or that. Or a nonprofit. I remember this is so silly, and I don't know why this is where my brain automatically went. But uh, during during the height of the pandemic, uh, Seth. Ruzetsky, I think is his name. He's a he hosts these internet shows and he's a big Broadway performer. He hosted a reunion of ER actors from ER and it was put together by Gloria Rubin who used to be on ER and 
they made it very clear that they were all coming together to reminisce, but also because she had a nonprofit called Water Keepers Alliance. I think that's actually what it was called. And I I remember thinking I just had the most enjoyable hour and a half watching this. I am going to go now donate to this nonprofit that I didn't even really do that much research about because it was endorsed by these people that I loved. And so I do th think that there are things that I do sometimes that celebrities will endorse. I'm like, all right, you know what? I will go do that thing. A lot I, of stuff. There, there might be. I just can't think of one. I, and 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 again, there are. But there are there are some celebrities and musicians or artists that I really really like, and I will support stuff that they do. I just can't think of one. I can and think either of like way, a it's restaurant. Not like a big. Mm. What's that? Like a restaurant. Like I'd go to a restaurant if like a celebrity was like, "Oh, this was a super delicious meal," and somebody that I respect. But I just feel like Bud Light is such a common household name. Like it's not. I feel like everybody knows it. So. Yeah. Are people literally like, oh, hey, I've never heard of Bud Light before. I guess now that they have, you know, Dylan as their spokesperson, I'm going to go buy Bud Light. I like, agree. it just I seems. I thought that was so silly. I, I don't know why people get upset by it. I mean, she might as well be endorsing French fries. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. What are these fries from France? Like, everyone knows what those are. Those are freedom fries. Freedom <laughs> fries. Is that an office? Oh. Yeah, that is an office reference. But also, don't you remember after, like, post 9-11 when everyone was like, we are firmly against the French because something happened and we called them Freedom we called them Fries? Freedom fries. For that like, was a big deal. Yeah, for like two years. Yeah. It was like Freedom Fries. Do you not remember that? No. Oh, Just yeah. block that right out. Yeah. It was the silliest thing. No, I mean, that's that's. I've one also of the... never called them French fries. To be, I'm always like, all of the fries, the potatoes that the come potatoes. with literally every meal in the world, I'll have those. It's one of the running punchlines right now uh, in in many LGBTQ Twitter accounts is that one of the biggest travesties of this whole Bud Light fiasco is that now LGBTQ people have to pretend that we like Bud Light and none of us really <laughs> want to do that. It's true. It is. I'm sorry. It's piss. <laughs> like, no I was talking to someone about it because like, uh, and I don't know. I, I was like, I'm actually going to do an episode. Some friends are going to come over and. They're like, well, what do you think about it? I'm like, I think the hardest thing in this entire scenario is someone's getting this up in arms at literally one of the worst tasting beers. They feel betrayed. It's somehow like that that Bud Light is connected to Americana. Uh, and it's so, not even an American company anymore. Anheuser Busch was sold to Belgium like five or six years ago. It's not even an American company. They make really good fries. Anheuser Busch? Belgium. Oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> They have really good fries in Belgium. So I that's that. But that's great. So then don't buy them. I just remember former President Trump just railing against cancel culture. And I also remember him tweeting that people should be boycotting um, Goodyear in Akron. Yeah. Uh, well, it's, it's the same. Yeah. Every any comic or whatever would come out and be like, yeah, it's never been funny. I'm like, they're one of the largest comics in the world. But he's doing the same. Yeah, he's doing the exact same thing. Cool. That's a free market. Don't support them. I'm totally fine well, with that. Goes back to what we talked about. I don't like cancel culture until I feel like I should utilize cancel culture because it works for me and what I want. But I think, again, to your point, like you don't have to like it doesn't have to go that extra step of being transphobic and angry. And it's like, what are you even angry at? Like, and why do you not a, a whole group of people who are so anti control? Like they don't want people to control their lives. But they're so interested in controlling what other people do if those people don't look like them, act like them, talk like them, 
have the same interests as them. So it's like, why is there this feeling of that? Like, what are you so upset about with this company? There's nothing. I, I don't think there. I, again, I think it's just a device. I I think if all the Republicans unified came out tomorrow and just like super trans, super gay. Honestly, I think the Democrats would have to sit down and be like, I don't know, should we switch? Like everything is just divisive, and the, yeah. the, it's, it's just snatching. It's playing to your base, and it's grabbing whatever vote. You, and that's everything that I saw was just that they were playing into the whole. Like I mean, as you're talking about like those the the the, the Bud Light ad, Dylan Mulvaney. All of a sudden, it's like it's just what well, we're seeing the same thing with the things in education. Then it starts pulling all the other hot topics, and they're trying to lump it in because it's like what we've all said multiple times. It's not a big deal. It's no. just not. But when you kind of lump it into all the other things that have been discussed in terms of you know the uh, the uh, like transgenders in sports. Uh, the uh, uh, drag shows. These all get pulled into five-minute segments, and I'm like, how are you squeezing all of this into this stupid topic? But that's what happened, and that's how you're pulling everyone in, and now all the dummies that are watching are like, this is just like drag shows in preschool. Dylan Mulvaney <laughs> drinking Bud Light is just like our education system falling apart, and everyone is stupid. <laughs> all right, can I, can I pivot a little Please. bit? Because I'm Absolutely. excited to get your take on this. So... Especially if this is coming out tonight, so I can I can do a little breaking news, even though I haven't written the story yet. So this will this will come out before I finish the story. Um, we're working on something right now. A prominent director, medical director at a major Cleveland area hospital that I can say none of us in the room have any affiliation with. Truly, so uh, at a major hospital network here in Cleveland. She is uh, a medical director. She is uh, in pedi- in pediatric surgery. Like she's a big deal in pediatrics. Um, and she's an assistant professor of pediatrics at Case Western Reserve University. So she's training the next generation. She is tweeting up a storm that trans women are not women. Uh, she's tweeting a ton of transphobic things. Uh, she also is leading a, a letter writing campaign right now against a private school on the east side. Although, I mean, that's like redundant. Of course, that's where it is. Uh, that aren't all private schools on the east side. I just always assume. I think, <laughs> I think there's some on the west side. Okay, cool. I think most so, of them but are. Most of them are east side for sure. <laughs> I feel like also the east side have Saint in front of it. <laughs> yeah. So one of these non-Jewish schools, and she's leading uh, a letter writing campaign. Because they're having a gender-affirming workshop of some sort. And she's saying horrible, horrible things. Should, I mean, this is the big question where it's, should people be writing to her employers? Should people be reaching out to this major hospital network and saying, you know, because I will, this is the one statement I'll make before I turn it over to both of you. I, I don't believe in the whole thing. I could care less if you put on your bio, my tweets don't represent my company they a hundred percent do there is no that one i'm unequivocal about there is no divorcing yourself like sure baldwin wallace isn't on my uh it doesn't it says professor but it doesn't say tenured professor at baldwin wallace but it's super easy to figure out that i'm a professor at baldwin wallace and anything i write absolutely does reflect baldwin wallace and they certainly have called me in for a few things so the (laughs) question is (laughs) you know there's a there's a idea out there. We shouldn't be calling people's employers and we shouldn't. And I th- well, I'm not going to say what I think. I think that it can be a little bit of a different situation when someone is maybe a medical director of 
pediatrics. Like this isn't she's not working at jukebox and she is not working at jukebox. Uh, not that anyone should be transphobic and working at jukebox. But her role, her professional role feels to me very tied to gender affirming care. Should we be outing people to their employers? Is that cancel culture gone too far? Please, you're the guest. I have thoughts. I think you should call people out when they are in a position of power to when they are being transphobic, homophobic, racist, whatever, and they are not providing the care that they have chosen to take an oath to uphold. Mm. So if you're a doctor, you're a therapist, you're a social worker, you take part of your licensure is saying, I am going to be accepting of people no matter what i'm going to work with clients no matter who they represent how they present now you can choose right like i don't work with kids i'm not saying i hate children i'm just saying that's not my specialty but when you are actively leading a campaign to harm people to harm disenfranchised people absolutely you should be called out and honestly i think Like the board then needs to take action because if somebody called the social work board and made a complaint about me saying that I was transphobic, they're going to open up an investigation. I'm going to have to do a bunch of CEU credits before I can even see somebody again. But again, with that like polarizing, we're so left or right, people are going to be like, oh, well, she's just trying to protect the kids out there. Okay, or well that's she's not your job. Faith based. And so and she is very clearly faith based and so you're saying that she can't embrace her faith? Yeah, it, that and that's where it gets not dicey but it gets a little bit more complicated cuz then you don't want to say that you are not religiously tolerant of other people's beliefs. Um I don't really know the answer to that to be perfectly honest. I, I think a lot of it is case by case. Personally, I probably would not um, I would boycott and I would probably not support a place that did that. Like I'll, you know, I, my thoughts would be with like my dollars or how I spend my money. Like if I knew at a smaller scale that somewhere down the street was, had thoughts about this, I'm like, I'm just not going there. Well, no, here, this, this is place has a major LGBTQ pride clinic of yeah. sorts. And so my whole thing is, wow, someone might be hesitating to seek out care right now. Yeah, and that's why I think it's case by case because like like with this one is this is a kind of a very odd example because yeah. of the, the the position and really the influence that person holds. So I think in this case, she's not an idiot. She knows the position and the influence that she holds. That's I why it's that's so remarkable. Why I think you're I think you're right. I think she does. I think she might be having a little bit of that. Uh, that malice Alec Baldwin, I am God <laughs> complex thing going on right now where she might think like, look, I'm in a position they can't get rid of me because I'm too valuable or this or that. And she this is, is probably a fun article. I'll tell you well, that. Then, <laughs> right this well, week. Then, she, then she, like you said, she's very clearly faith based. They can't fire her based on her religious beliefs. So she might also be playing that. I don't know. I'm just saying like, like this, this one, that's a, that's a, that's a very complicated one. I, but I think in that case, I think to her you tomorrow. Would. Yeah. You're going to talk to her? Oh, yeah, 100%. Well, I mean, I'm going to reach out to her. That's, oh, okay. that's, the, that's the journalism piece. No, I suspect she'll probably 
respond. Okay. Uh, you know what? So, she probably will. She, if she's that open about it, she's like, hey, whatever. I believe I am right. And the pinned tweet that she has is one about how she tells truth to power. There's like an article about her. I didn't read the article, and I should. I don't think it was in this context. Uh, and, and of course, anytime she posts something like this, people respond, ah, oh, yay, like someone actually – saying the truth and and especially here this week i really do have to get this article done tomorrow i mean on wednesday there's a hearing on wednesday at 9 30 a.m in the columbus state house uh to start the process of banning gender affirming care here in ohio um and to make it a uh it, doctors who refer uh trans youth to gender affirming care outside of state can be charged with aiding and abetting so it's like a hardcore we're, and and we're behind other states. We're actually uh, many states have already passed this. Um, and so for a doctor here in Cleveland, which is, you know, one of the blue areas and someone who's a professor and training the next generation, there's no way that's not coming up in class. There's no way. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so I certainly reached out to Case and I reached out to this hospital network that has I mean, there's only a couple of hospital networks that have hardcore LGBTQ clinics. And we'll see that's sorry. That's also why I keep checking my phone to see if they've responded. That's okay. They often no, do that's right okay. away. Uh, so yeah, so that's where, and some say, well, that's cancel culture gone too far and people can have their private views, but that's, I don't think there's such a well, thing. I, I don't know. When I hear cancel culture too, I, it, cancel culture has almost become a, like a goofy term, like woke. I don't, I don't consider it a, it's a, when I hear cancel culture, I feel like something, someone's getting canceled for something dumb. Mm-hmm. That's just because that's just what it's just burned into my brain at this point because it's become kind of a joke. And like I hear people I heard like two people talking today about getting canceled and I didn't even know who they were. I'm like, how are you getting canceled? I don't know who the fuck you are. <laughs> but th- that's how I, I kind of associate cancel culture now. Or when someone's like, oh, it's woke. That's because it's turned into almost like a negative yep. term. Um so, but I mean, again, with this, it's not like getting canceled because your joke didn't land. You know, it, it's getting canceled or removed, I guess, is probably a more accurate for this one because of, again, her, what was her position again? She is, I'm actually looking at her thing right now. Um, she's a healer, a writer, a teacher. Mm, and that advo- first part was the issue. Uh, no, no, here's another one. <laughs> Advocate for patients and physicians. Are you? Uh, she is a medical director um, in the pediatrics uh, area for okay so um, she for for pediatrics so she is going to be very she's going to be a voice in terms of and where i assume a lot of this is coming from is any gender reassignment surgery or anything for anyone that is a minor yes am, am i yeah. oh yeah i assume so yeah. okay so I'm, I'm guessing that's where a lot of the bases of all these tweets or everything are coming from wow sorry i'm deep in the uh I'm deep in the hole now. Of looking That's okay. So yeah, so she tweeted, trans women are not women. By okay. definition, they are men. You don't get to be a trans woman without first being a man. Similarly, trans men are women. Hashtag protect our daughters. So, okay. Hashtag bad take. Especially given her, she's got over 12,000 um, followers. No, I'm not surprised at that. That's There's 8 billion people on the planet. There's 12,000 morons. <laughs> they're everywhere they are yeah they're a growing populace the um yeah i don't uh i don't know I, for th- that's a that's a wild one the, that that's almost like a congressman though too again someone that kind of wields power and influence um and that one it seems like it's specifically again 
I I'd be willing to bet that she leans a little bit to the right, and that's oh, yeah. that's more of a you know again like a, a a politically driven. This is what I'm saying, and she she worked all that, and she worked in the protect our kids. Yeah, I don't know, you know, and that's I, I'm certainly not an expert or anything like that. I I don't know what the answer is because. You know, if somebody, if like, I don't know, like, well, you you might know, or if you don't want to talk about it, it's fine. But like, what if like a nine year old says, "I think this, I think that." I mean, I, I just, I, I worry about that. I think about that. I don't know, like, so, like surgeries for you know, like a young, young, young kid. Because I know I, 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 you know, seeing some that come out, I'm like, I wish this didn't happen. It's such a small population. It's mm-hmm. such a small percentage. I do get that, but again, I mean, I, I can't help even as a parent to even go to that. What, what do you think about that? So I don't work with kids, okay. but the majority of pe- all the clients that I work with are over 18. But I have to ask. So I actually wrote it down before I came here for an adult <laughs> who is looking to transition. So before they even go to, you know, consult with a doctor and they're like, OK, I want to transition. I want to go to therapy. I want to do all that. They have to go and they get approved. Let's say this doctor's like, yes. We're going to put you on hormones. Some doctors require a letter from a therapist saying that you should be on hormones. Okay. Now, let's take that a step further and say somebody wants to have gender-affirming surgery. They have to get first get a letter from a doctor or a psychiatrist or whoever, somebody with an MD, a DO, a PsyD, whatever. Then they have to get a second letter from a therapist. And these have to be within a 12-month period to be able to get surgery. Now, most surgeries I know in Cleveland are booking, like, anywhere between 8 to 12 months out. So if it hits your window of that 12-month window, you have to get new letters, which is now another cost for clients. I didn't know this. Mm -hmm. And I know you're nodding along. I'm not surprised. Obviously, Ken knows of this process. So really now the window and the percent of this happening – is significantly even uh-huh. smaller. Yes. Oh. Can I, okay. can I pair this with something else? Yes, can, I, can I just make this more complicated and add sports ball into the oh, mix? please. Uh, the, sports ball. What? <laughs> I forgot what an avid sports fan you are. I'm a huge sports ball fan. Um, because also on Wednesday, at exactly the same time, at 9.30 a.m., also in the Columbus State House, there's a hearing to uh, ban trans... It's, it's actually unfair to say trans youth. It's really trans... Uh, girls and trans women from playing sports in Ohio, uh, kindergarten through college. And I actually just had this conversation with my sister because she was asking me questions about it. And I just stopped and and I said, she said something, it's really complicated. And I said, I, I do want to just pause here for a second. You understand that there's no one that's waking up one morning. There's no male that's waking up one morning and saying, I am a girl now. And I am playing for the female sports team. That that's not the way it works in the Ohio High School Athletic Association. That they have a whole year deferral period. They have a whole set of criteria. Um, there's hormone checks that go into this. It's not, you You can't wake up one morning and say, I now swim for the women's swim team. And she said, no, I absolutely did not know that because that is not at all know. how that is being. They, yeah. they, I don't know who the they is, except that I do, and I don't feel like saying it. Um, they make it seem like that there are boys who are unsuccessful at their sport. Transition a week later and start dominating. A week later by recess. Yeah. And are now playing for the girls team. Okay. And that is not at all the case. There are, I think at last count, there were six or seven trans youth 
in Ohio that have been approved to play athletics through the Ohio High School Athletic Association. And this is the third hearing we're having in this session. And this is the third year in a row where taxpayer money is being spent on something where we're talking about six students, six current students who went through a whole process. And by the way, I probably shouldn't say this. Uh, they're not that good at their sport. We're not talking about like the one she's amazing to talk to because she's like, yeah, I'm a bench warmer for the softball team. I'm not really that good. I'm here for the camaraderie and the team and all of those pieces. And yet we are now on the third hearing to make sure that we are protecting protecting girls and women uh, whose uh, athletic opportunities are being stripped from them. One, that's not true. Second, that's not at all how this process works. And so it was just kind of a nice moment for me in talking to my sister. I'm like, oh, oh, you really did think and nothing against my sister. No, oh, you, I don't think a lot of people. Yeah. Know. yeah. There's that's not it. There are all of these criteria that of of hormone checks and 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 your doctor having to affirm that you don't have physical advantages uh over the girls or women that you're playing with. Yeah. And it is just girls and women because there are no rules about uh trans men uh playing men's sports. Uh there there is some. Well, and, no, I mean, as no, no, in, no, no. they're it, not trying to outlaw that. That's I know what you're not saying. What's yeah. Being outlawed. Well, be, yeah, and I because in Texas there was a wrestler that wanted to that uh, uh, a girl that transitioned to be a boy, junior year maybe senior maybe senior year. Um, she wanted to wrestle the boys. She ended up winning a state title uh, because the, Texas is like, no, you're not allowed to wrestle the boys. Mm. You have to wrestle the girls, and you know this is a. A girl that has been being injected with, you know, you know, a lot of different like testosterone and things like that. So, and she ended up winning, and she was very vocal about. It. So, some of them, again, Texas is not a great example, but right. like, uh, but some of them, some of them do have that where they like Texas, which again was the only example I knew about. To your point, Ken, yeah. was it's such a small percentage. Mm -hmm. This girl, I was very vocal prior to the wrestling tournament and after saying, "Look, I know you guys. Some of you were mad." I said I wanted to wrestle with the boys on multiple occasions. Texas wouldn't let me. It wasn't me. Right. So the I didn't I know you said Ohio for like OH OHS double uh, A. The what you mentioned, like the 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 procedures, is that Ohio or is that US? So that's nationwide. They go okay. by a standard for it's called the W Path. It's the World Professional Association for Trans Health. Um, and they actually just came out with a new standards of care this past year. And it's the standards of care eight, but a lot of places are still going by the seven, which are saying that you need letters okay. for people, but the eight you don't. So we're saying, like, as a therapist, I'm thinking probably in the next four to five years, should not everything be banned in states? Um, we'll see people. Should. <laughs> yeah. Well, like other states. Yeah. Probably not here. Yeah. Um, People should be able to get care because if I go tomorrow to the doctor and say, hey, I want 30 double H breast implants and a nose job, the doctor's going to be like, great, cool. When can we get you scheduled? But my client who has felt that their body is not who they are since they were four years old can't get surgery until I say that they're mentally competent to make their own decisions. Mm. Yeah. And like that's so – unacceptable because because somebody just made up these like arbitrary rules and so we have people who are essentially you know like harming themselves and not seeking out care because they have states that are not affirming 
They can't find therapists who are affirming. And then they have to go through a process that literally takes two to five years minimum to get a surgery to feel like their body, like they're comfortable mm-hmm. in their body. I did. Again, I didn't. I, I'm now I'm glad you're super educated because I didn't know, <laughs> like I didn't know like that process. And then first you have that process right there, mm-hmm. just to actual transition. Then let's just say for the sake of argument, some of them want to play sports. Now you have the process that can outlined in terms of, and now what you we said, there's six, six, six in the entire state yeah. in a t- state of 12 million people where there's six that were, Having these debates about, yeah, I think our time and money is probably spent. And then, somewhere else. and then there's that hypocrisy, right? Like, why would you stay here? Why would you stay in the state that clearly is not welcoming, even as these legislators day in and day out are talking about how can we make Ohio more desirable? And here comes Intel, and Intel's building this billion dollar facility in Columbus, and we want to attract all these young people. Cool. Why would they want to come here? I talk to parents. Every single parent that I talk to of a trans kid has a plan to leave. Every single one of them. We did a piece a couple months ago, not that long ago, uh, when the legisla- uh, legislation, uh, the they were on break. The legislators were on break. And um, it was about moms who are continuously going from Northeast Ohio down to Columbus to testify, which is like, that's like next level. They're spending all of this money and they're taking all of this time. And I spoke to these three moms and yep, every single one of them has a backup plan to absolutely leave the state. And Ohio wants to even criminalize that and say, if a doctor refers you to care outside of the state, that is not legal here. And so just this idea that these legislators are saying right now, Ohio um, advertises they're like billboards in Austin and there were billboards in, in Times Square moved to Ohio. Cool. Why would people want to do that? Young people who we know young people are going to be more progressive and they are more LGBTQ affirming. Why would they come to a state that is actively spending time to make it an uninhabitable, unwelcome state wait i'm sorry what what were they criminalizing i i so it's not just that you can't access gender affirming care here so if this bill goes through it's hb 68 it's my arch nemesis gary click the pastor from uh vickery uh ohio he's uh he's an ohio state representative and he's truly my arch nemesis uh and we both acknowledge that um mine's carbs yeah Sorry, as, I've had a lot of jokes. As it is for the gay community. I've had yeah. a lot of jokes that I wanted, yeah. but I'm like, is this too deep of a conversation for my yeah, jokes? Yeah. No, jokes so are always good. it's not just the gender-affirming care. I'll make circle back to the five I had. Okay. Yeah, I'm excited for them. Uh, it's, it's, not, uh, it's not just that gender-affirming care wouldn't be available in Ohio if HB 68 goes through, which it probably will go through. It's that any doctor or social worker in Ohio who refers you. So if Rebecca says, hey, you should check out this service in Buffalo, she can be charged with aiding and abetting. Come bail me out of jail. Well, we made gender affirming care. Basically, we outlawed it here in Ohio because it's a criminal practice. That's what we're saying, even though he yelled at me, Pastor Click, for saying criminal, uh, that that it's something that, that cannot be performed here. And so you are now referring a youth for that thing that we outlawed here. And we don't care that it's somewhere else. You are doing harm by referring them out of state. So you are helping to facilitate a crime. And that's a that's a big deal. P- 
pair that with this other bill that will force all, and this is where I'm obsessed with social workers, uh, it will force all school staff, teachers, and social workers to out LGBTQ youth to their parents, which the social workers of Ohio, I think that's like a thing. Yeah, the National Association of Social Workers probably. With an Ohio chapter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The Ohio chapter has been amazing in saying, yep, that would be against all of our codes of ethics. Yeah. Cool. You should move here. Put that on the billboard. You know, like, so that's, you can't reconcile these two things unless you really do want Ohio to be as red as possible and as restrictive as possible. Quite frankly, in a state with a supermajority of Republicans, that's not inconceivable that that is what people want. But also, why aren't the major hospital systems in Ohio saying stuff? Because a lot of major hospital systems have LGBTQ clinics. Mm -hmm. I know because I refer my clients to them weekly. They're seeing doctors there. Their doctors are referring them to me for letters so what, why are they not speaking when, up when you say why aren't they like just why aren't they taking a stance either way yeah why aren't they down there at the the state house cincinnati it's, children's hospital is the is the prime target uh that's that's the one they take aim at but yeah i would love to see where university hospitals and cleveland clinic and metro health are, are really taking stance but i do kind of feel like it's well we're fine here Right. It's fine here Mm. in Cleveland. And I actually I spoke to Mayor Bibb not that long ago and said, so if these things pass, they will apply here in Cleveland. So we can say that we're a haven as much as possible. But for as much as we're a blue dot, they they will be. Of course, that's there's no home rules. So, yeah, no, I, I agree with you. But also, great. Where is Intel? Why isn't Intel making these statements? Because they. I don't think there's a company right now that has more influence in Ohio than this Intel that's building this billion-dollar thing in Columbus. That's why they're not talking, in my yeah. opinion. I think the reason that you don't have major hospital, whatever, donors or or board members or Intel, the reason they're not is because we're in the middle of this. We have all this. We're not saying for. We're not saying against. We're kind of staying out of it. We're staying out of the headlines. That's what I think it is. And I, I, I – you. Whatever the the reason or, or whatever our, our feelings are about that, in my opinion, that's why. This is why some people just stay out of things because they're just like, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. I, and then like large ones that I think in their minds have a lot to lose or are in the mm-hmm. middle of something, they're like, we're not, we'll, we'll help wherever we can, but we're not taking like a public stance. Which sucks because money really does talk. Yeah. It does. <laughs> but I also wonder how much funding are these places going to lose? When you stop performing those surgeries, when you stop giving those services, oh, yeah. because you have whole clinics. It's not just like one doctor here and one doctor yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like 15, 20 doctors who are solely on these pride teams. So what if something happens? These people just don't have a job anymore. That's yes. A, that's a tomorrow problem. And I'm not yeah. saying that. No, as a I get joke. it. Yeah. Cincinnati that Children's a, Hospital said they will go on. Like that, that they a, will go under. These pieces yeah. of what they do will not survive. That's a, yeah, yeah, that is a problem for tomorrow. They're like, but we can't give ourselves a problem today that we don't have. We'll deal with that tomorrow or we'll cut people or whatever. That is, in my opinion, that's the reason why. Guys, let's move. Let's just go. I'm about to have a baby. I can't go anywhere. I'm trying to move to California. Are you? Try and get my husband to move there. Man, Wait, Russell, are, Russell, so are you? WrestleMania fucked you up. I, <laughs> we were in LA in El Segundo, and I just loved it. I was oh like, "Oh my gosh, sunshine. I hated it." Sunshine. I just don't like driving that much. That's why I don't think I could survive oh. there. See, I used to drive for my job, like probably like three thousand miles every month and a half. So literally, like 
That seems like a lot. You a truck it driver? Is. I was going to ask, were you a trucker? No, I was just a case manager, and most of my clients were in Medina County. Wow. So it was probably like 45 miles one way to most of my clients. Now, are you from here? Yeah, I grew up in Strongsville. Oh, that's right. You grew up in Strongsville, and you're in Middleburg. Middleburg Heights. Yeah. And what's your connection to Chardon? Um, I had Every, a previous we, supervisor that lived okay. there. <laughs> we like, every Chardon guest is, has Char- a connection Chardon is to the Chardon. Kevin Bacon of Ohio. <laughs> uh, there's there's everyone never actually said that. <laughs> I know, I know. I just, I just thought of it. There's a, it's a six degrees. We all have some connection with Chardon. He and I, frighteningly, have like seven or eight different ones. <laughs> yeah, I sometimes I drive through there, and I'm like. Oh, I went too far east side. Like I My understanding is the best thing in. to do with Chardon is to drive straight through it and yeah. not stop. Yeah. <laughs> I like to drive around, and I'm just like, oh, we got to rain it back in. I someone's web series uh, like two weeks ago. It was a nature series, and he thought it would be funny to get me involved in this thing. He was I right. Don't, I don't go outside. <laughs> and uh, I didn't even know where I was. I just followed the directions to get to wherever this trailhead was. And at the very end, I just said to him, I said, by the way, where are we? He said, oh, yeah, you're in Chardon. I said, I had absolutely no idea. And so I was in Chardon. And that's where we recorded this. So it was very exciting. Chardon. Go Knights. I don't know what they're called. So you would be okay leaving the Ohio? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you see how she didn't hesitate? Yeah. That was – Here's the I, thing. And you can't see her face, I'm, but this was more like a fuck yeah. I've never seen you this happy. I'm, yeah. I'm going to get arrested doing my job at some point. Yeah. And I know that. As social workers, we uh, know that. Okay. I see what you're saying. So it's like, okay, I can get arrested or I can get licensed and move in or get licensed and just work at for another state. Guess what? If I'm licensed in California and I solely work with clients in California, you can't arrest me in the state of Ohio for what I'm doing. Because mm. I'm Apparently not seeing clients. Apparently we're going to figure out a way to get you. <laughs> like... I'm sure they will. Everything so, I'm hearing is like, we'll figure out a way to get you. Yeah. So many people. There's another bill. Uh, there's another bill that will ban uh, mandatory courses on diversity. I will be out of a job. What? Like, what? I will be out of a job. It also mandates a history course that all Wait, like Ohio D- college students Do you mean like the, D- the DEI stuff? Uh, my master's students, one of their required eight courses is diversity in higher education. This would ban that. It would ban any mandatory diversity efforts. It would enforce a mandatory history course. Uh, it would uh, add a new criteria to all teaching evaluations that my professor has created a bias-free free place, which uh, a student could say that if I'm out in some conversation, I I didn't create a bias-free place because I didn't enable their homophobia. Like there's so many bills that will put us out of work. And so at what point do we stop fighting and accept that I'm going to push you? You can't leave. Like, you know that your clients need you. But clients need you everywhere. Yeah, they do. And that's the thing. What about Ken and I? We need you. (laughs) I mean, I'll call you. you really, after the hour and five minutes we've been talking, really say you could leave me and Ken? Yeah. All my whole whole family's here. Could you pause a little longer before you? No. Okay, cool. <laughs> Let him finish the question. Jesus Christ. I'm like, can you really leave me? And she's like, yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, no I got to go. I got to go. I don't like you or Ben. <laughs> <laughs> and your little dog, too. Yeah. yeah. Fuck him. <laughs> no, I just that, want I, sunshine I, yeah. all the time. That's what I want. I interviewed for a job in LA five or six years ago, and I loved the job, and it would have been ideal. I just, I couldn't picture myself there. And then if I fall off into the ocean, you know, it is what it is. I like L.A. to me is <laughs> the same thing as like really a lot. Most of California to me is like I, I, I like the idea of visiting it. but I don't think I'd want to live there. I just don't. It's this the 
I don't like the, I don't know. Traffic it, makes me sad. I hate traffic. Same thing with New York. I love visiting New York. We've been there like eight, nine times. I could never, I'd lose my mind if I lived there. Okay, well, that's home for me, but that's, you can, you don't drive there. You take I, public transportation. I know. Walk. I just, I, I wouldn't like that. I don't like it. It's literally triple the cost to live oh, there. Oh, that, yeah. Yeah. That's insanity. And, you know, the, the, the salaries are not keeping up with the cost. In, oh, no, in they're not. Places not like California and New York, they're not. Yeah. You know, so no, I, that's a, that's a no for me, dog. I'm or Seattle. Here. That was my other. We got married in Seattle, and I loved it. Why? Why we? Why did you get married in Seattle? So is, is he from here as well? Yeah, we're both from Cleveland. We went and vacationed in Seattle. We both love the show Twin Peaks from like early nineties, and it's was... the one with the log lady. Uh huh. Okay, I've never seen it. That's all I know about it. And they filmed it at this this beautiful hotel there next to a waterfall. So like thirty minutes outside of Seattle, we got married there. Did, was it like a destination wedding? Did yeah, people come? Yeah, we had like seventeen people. I love that. It was perfect. Man, it's so wild. 17 people? Yeah. So there's 17 people in the world that did not realize that you're going to get married in Seattle because you don't want to have people come there. Well, we came back here and we had a big party. <laughs> you did have a big party here. Yeah. Okay. okay. It was like, everybody come. Let's all like party hard for five hours. We had an Where'd ice cream. Guys Party Center in Akron. Oh, shit. I know guys. Yeah. Um, it's it's delicious food. Akron. Oh, sorry. A cron. Or AK a- Rowdy is also. AK a- Rowdy. You know this place? Of course you do. Yeah, Guys Party Center. I mean, growing up, when you got married younger. like Sounds like Chuck E. Cheese. It's a little like that. Kind okay. Of, but so wonderful. The food <laughs> was delicious. So, People raved about really the food. Is. That's awesome. It, but it's like, it's because it's it's a relatively. Let's do a show it's from a there. Rel- we should. It's a relatively cheaper place in the grand scheme of like, you know, having like a reception. Yeah. But it's a nice, big, open spot. Yep. It's a lot of fun. I. I easily have been to 10 wedding receptions there we not had, exaggerating we had a ice cream cart come yeah, like a guy on a bike yeah came to our wedding reception is there like, ski ball there because it sounds like there's ski ball no, no but i'm sure be. you could bring it in i'm sure okay yeah everyone that like everyone know that had their reception there they were like not only was it super affordable but it's a big place you can fit a lot of people and they're just like they're also just really cool to work with like you just yeah. said, they're just like yeah bring whatever you want we don't care we want you to have a good time. Yeah. It's guys party. It's called party center, yeah. not guys, you know, let's keep it together center. Yeah. It's we, a party center. Can we didn't admit like the, we didn't meet the minimum for like the amount of people. And they were like, it's okay. We'll just take that off and give you guys centerpieces <laughs> instead. I was like, great. Now I don't have to worry about centerpieces. Throw whatever you want on there. I don't care. Is there a guy named Guy? Somewhere. I'm the sure world. there is. Yeah, in the world. I want to get married at Guy's party center. Do it. Okay. Yeah. I've convinced my husband dating. we're going to have a you know five-year anniversary party there. I think I your wedding is going to be a lot sooner because ever since you got those new frames, you're a different kind of guy now. Ken got new glasses frames, oh. and they are working. Uh, those are very nice. It, okay. Thank you to the guest. Thank you, Rebecca. Um, to Joe, who it's a good time for him to leave. Uh <laughs> I, I'm curious as to what criteria he's using to evaluate that they are working. I have no dates on the horizon. I'm excited for you to set me up. Uh, yeah, I got nothing. I got nothing. Well, now, I have to ask you, I would imagine that so – I'm going to go back to the other topic – that you have clients who talk about leaving Ohio. I'm just making that statement. Every single it. one of my yeah. clients we have a plan with of like if something happens, where do you go next? Every single one of my trans clients – do you have friends? Do you have family? Do you have somebody? Is your job flexible? Can you leave? Do you have savings? Wow. What is 
where can you go? And also, I don't put anything in their notes about gender affirming care. Right. And I try to diagnose if like gender dysphoria is like their secondary diagnosis. I usually don't put it in. Right. Because if somebody were to grab my notes or like some somebody were to ask for them, it'll say anxiety. And then there will be nothing in there about their gender. Yeah. Because that's, <sighs> I can now protect you and me for if you want to, if you have to remain here. And we, and I should be clear that, that, that HB 68 theoretically only applies to youth and, and pastor representative Gary Click has said that it wouldn't apply to adults, but we are seeing for now. Uh, in states like I think Missouri just 48 hours ago banned gender affirming care for all ages. Um, so every single client has a backup plan. That's, that's, I, I feel like we just need to stop and pause on that. That like, it's not even just about that you are trying to work through what you are working through and, and trying to be your most authentic self, that a piece of the puzzle that you have to talk about as a professional is physically relocating to another state. That's not something that other people have to contend with yeah and i mean let's let's be very realistic here so it's like it's not even just relocating it's like all the costs that are included in oh, that gosh, and then yeah. every support system yes and, yeah and I, I say this to my husband every time a big event happens right like a school shooting the whole backlash about dylan mulvaney like you take 10 steps back with every counseling client mm. because then we take weeks and weeks of processing all of the bullshit that people are seeing day in and day out and they're like my family posted some transphobic stuff and i'm not out to them so what should i do i and don't come saying, out to them yeah. i don't know that yeah. does seems like a safety issue because like, then then they're seeing like again the, the 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 jokey way that i said it i basically just typed in to youtube bud light backlash and there were sixty thousand videos there yeah and it's kind of even hard i mean I wasn't paying attention to any of this. It was hard to avoid. It just kept, I was just casually just like doing this and I was like this. I'm like, what the hell is this? Like, it wasn't something I get. So someone like, you know, one of your, you know, clients, patients, I'm not sure what you'd call them. Clients, yeah. Clients, okay. Uh, you know, they see something like that. Obviously, they're a lot more drawn to it and have a, like a personal investment to it. So they're going to read it and then they're going to see the comments, which we all do. We read the headline, then we read the story, then we read the comments. And then there's a link to another one that's very, very similar. And all the progress or whatever that they thought. And then just like you said, and then I'm like, I'm, now they're putting themselves in. Do I mm. want to be in this position? Yeah. And you're not sure how much it represents. Like how many Yeah, exactly. Are. I'm sorry. It's a little late in the game to be asking this, but I feel like we maybe glossed over it too quickly. What did inspire you to work with this population? Um, I don't know why I thought that was going to be a question for me. <laughs> Joe, did you you worked out today, right? I was like, you know, I did. Sorry, as uh, I did some... a boot camp right before I got here. I just want to highlight that. <laughs> I did. I did nothing, uh, it, and that's really actually kind of how I kind of fell into working with the LGBTQ community. Is that I just started working in private practice because my full-time job was not paying enough and I needed to like get some extra income. And then my first like seven clients were all part of the LGBTQ community. And I was like, oh, I guess this is a population I'm pretty good working with. Like, And it just kind of over the past six or seven years became my niche of who I work with and how 
where I want to spend my time advocating for people because mm-hmm. in my head for the longest time I've just been like I don't understand how you can dislike somebody for who they are and like to this day I don't know that's not a part of my brain that will ever it doesn't make sense to me so I've just now said like as a cisgender heterosexual woman like I am here to help fight with you and not take up space you know I want you to have your voice but I also understand the privilege I have and being able to to talk and not have that backlash. How dispassionate do you need to be? Like, how do you, because I don't have to be dispassionate at all, right? Like, I can just go off on an, in an article or, uh, oh, we'll just call this one analysis or op-ed. This, this one's not journalism. How, how much do you have to keep it in check to successfully work with clients? I'm pretty open. Yeah. Um, and I think that's very much a new age therapist thing of like, listen, if you come to, I've had clients ask me, who did you vote for? Yeah. And here's the thing. If your therapist refuses to tell you their political affiliation, it's probably time for you to go. Because I want to know that my therapist this shit is got aligned real. with this me. This is no, fascinating. No, 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 no. And that's, I, I'm, I'm, I'm... <laughs> okay. Sorry. That one I hit. should have asked Joe who he voted for before I agreed to be here. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Right in ballot. I voted yeah. for it was a right in ballot. It was Bugs Bunny, right? It was Roscoe. No, Bugs yeah. Bunny is far too radical for me. Yeah. I voted for Well, Roscoe. he dressed in drag, Bugs Bunny, so. Yeah. I Okay, so it I don't know why that one hit me a little and I had a lot of feelings about that. I don't really know why, probably because I've just never actually heard the sentence. <laughs> but okay. And this is me, my initial reaction is, is one, I feel like if I was a therapist, I'd be like, that has nothing to do with what we're talking about. Like, it, my job is to help you. It doesn't matter. Um, but in light of a lot of the stuff that we've already talked about, you know, a lot of it can be kind of politically driven. And like you, you've talked about, you know, some, uh, some of your, you know, clients have, have actually even voiced that. You know, I'm having, you know, a therapist tell me things that I'm just like, uh, do you want to hear more of this or just give me your. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I guess my initial reaction would be, well, one, I would also never ask, I guess, but I'm not, this is a different scenario where, you know, maybe they feel like they have to ask to start. I think Gen Z is a whole wild beast when it comes to therapy and they will ask you things. I've never been asked by Gen X or millennials. I had a client ask me if I've ever had an abortion because they were telling me a story about them having an abortion. And I said, that's the one time I have said, I don't think that that is relevant. I can still provide empathy to you. look at my t-shirt. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm also wearing an abortionist healthcare shirt. So I'm, I'm here for you. I advocate for those things. But in school, we were also taught like therapists do not disclose anything that's why i I that's why i think i had such a kind of like a more and reaction to it now a lot of people are saying i want to know what my therapist is doing i want to know why you know if my therapist is you know voting for people who are against my rights i'm not giving you my money i'm not giving i don't want my insurance paying you and uh, so i'm open with my clients when they come in and they're like oh my gosh have you seen this news i'm like Oh my gosh, yes, this is a bunch of bullshit. Can you believe this? Like, we curse. We have a discussion about it. There's no holding back because it's it's open. I want my clients to come in and have that visceral response of like, 
I can't believe this is happening. And I want my therapist to be just as angry about it. I want my therapist to be out there having those conversations and advocating yeah. for me. No, that's fair. And I, I went through like six. And, but I was judging differently. I was judging by the initial reaction. Uh, if you offer me Lexapro in the first 10 minutes, I'm like, not wanna, great. Do you want to know? Oh, no. And, and mine, and that's what <laughs> oh, I remember. I, was like, I had, please give me that person's number. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah. I didn't have to even try. It's like, why are you here? I'm like, eight minutes in, like, probably should get you on Lexapro. I, I remember, like, the like the fifth one. I don't know if there was like, a, like, this stuff was all about to go bad and they had to get rid of it. But, at the fifth one that I went to, and I, all of them I went to like to literally one session, and after like twenty minutes, I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get going. And full disclosure, I am not coming back here. But like the fifth one, they started. I heard them saying, "I think we're gonna offer you," and I said Lexapro to them too, and like exactly, I'm like, yeah, you guys all offer that. It's like, is there just a lot of this shit lying around? And then the one that I stuck with was one that just. I was able to actually just get through it. I mean, he just sat there and let me talk. I had the exact opposite experience. Literally the exact No one opposite. would give you Lexapro? No one would People give me. People were throwing that shit yeah, at me. Yeah, nobody would give me anything. <laughs> no, I definitely uh, went went through a period um, where I, I really was seeking uh, to learn more about medication options and, and certainly wanted that door open. And so my therapist referred me to a psychiatrist. This literally was just a couple months ago. Uh, and I sat with him for an hour and a half. Um, and it was extraordinarily expensive. <laughs> like it was 150 bucks an hour and it just, you know, so it cost me like a couple hundred dollars and, uh, insurance didn't cover it. And at the end of it, he said, yeah, I think you're really well adjusted. So thanks for coming. And I said, no, I was referred to you for this reason. He said, no, no, thank you. Uh, and that was it. And I, I guess in some ways I respected that, but we, we didn't even get to a conversation about that. Um, so That is so wild because mine was, the, my, like you said, the exact opposite. I didn't want medication, and I wasn't no. looking for it at all. And I was getting mad when they would offer it to me so quickly. I'm like, do you, I mean, do you remember my name? <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, I didn't, I didn't like that at all. And I didn't want, I had this thing in my mind where I thought medication was like just being fake happy. And I, I didn't want that. And it wasn't until mm. it was way too late for when someone's like, it's not, it doesn't make you happy. Dumbly. That's what cocaine is. <laughs> like, like it just, it levels you off to help you kind of like deal with things. Yep. But in my mind. Your therapist was giving you cocaine? We were sharing it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Yeah. Please. No, Ken. I went away from the therapist <laughs> with cocaine. Obviously, I went back. Um, but yeah, that was my. I, but I also didn't fully understand therapy, and I didn't really want to be there, but knew I had to be there. And ugh, it didn't. Obviously, you know, a couple hundred podcasts later, it hasn't gotten better. What number uh, is this? This will be one ninety-two. I'm proud of you. Congratulations. You know I kind of am too. Yeah. I mean, when I did episode one hundred. Um, Andre not from the the Indians he came on and uh he even said it was like do you ever think you get to 100 like no I thought like after 40 everyone would be like this is so dumb you're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna beat my record oh, I don't know man you might can you what were you four four thirty four something like that no you had it four thirty 4.30? Episode 4. He's just counting down. He's yeah. like pretending he doesn't know. And he's like, I know no, I'm really keeping want... a checklist of how close I, I am to that record. I couldn't was that... it approximately, I don't know, I 430? Do when I was like researching Ken before he came on, I was like, is this a fucking typo? If you had 400 yeah. some episodes? 10 years. That's crazy, man. Oh, boy. 
I like I just it. review chips for fun. What's I don't that? Have 400 though. Oh, I just hit 400. I review chips. That's my other my other piece of my onion. I think this I... is this is why this <laughs> Yeah, was, I don't know what's happening. So her Instagram profile it's called Chips with Rebecca and it says chip reviewer. That's actually what I originally reached Potato out to her chips? about. All types of chips, yes. I know nothing about this. This is very exciting. This is I. Th- I'd have to See, go back and look, if, but I if think if Rebecca this is, recommends a yeah. chip, then that's like a celebrity telling me to try this chip, and I would go and try that chip. Yeah. So th- those work. Those celebrity endorsements. I have to work. go back what and look I, at our messages. I'm almost I, certain I just reached out and said, "Your name's amazing." Chip recommendations. Yeah. That's I, how we started talking. Okay, <laughs> let's get into it. The chip that most surprised you. Ooh. In a good way or a bad way? Chip that most surprised you. <laughs> oh, I had caviar chips from Russia. Ooh. And they were vile. Okay. All right. So that was on the Straight vile. I said, you I've never had caviar, so I wouldn't even know. I've never had caviar. Me either. Um, Look at us not being, well, we're drinking Bud Light. Yeah, you know. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, you and your long drink. <laughs> being my anti-gay attitude with the, uh, the Finnish long drink. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? Cranberry for all of our UTIs. Um. Okay, and then surprised you in a really pleasant way. The one of the best chips I've ever had so is a ketchup chip from Canada. Um, old Dutch ketchup chips. They're only available in Canada. They are delicious. They are wonderful. If you like ketchup, if you like salty, sweet, delicious. Trader Joe's also has a backyard picnic chip. It's got like barbecue, salt, and vinegar. Oh, I've seen that one. Yeah, it's got like four different flavors in it. It's wonderful. See, not, your face I'm not is a barbe- saying no. I, barbecue. I don't like. Okay. Yeah, that's not a flavor that I. Anything that's kind of smoky basically just is like meat to me. Oh, it's so... like a sweet barbecue. Yeah. I, no, I not still not like... for that. Okay. All right. I love that you're. You don't know this. You don't. <laughs> But you're slowly becoming part of our team. I'll come back whenever. Yeah, I'm like not. we're never gonna. It's never. We're never gonna talk on Instagram. We're gonna exchange numbers. You're gonna be in a text chain. And Good we're luck just gonna with talk that. about chips and glasses frames and transgender rights. Yeah, I'm That's here great. for it. And well, you two are gonna talk about that. I'm gonna. Throw I did in get a joke two pairs. You haven't seen the other pair yet. Maybe the but, other pair will get you some dates. I should wear that one then. Yeah. Because they're green and square. Whoa! Do, when you get home, take a picture of them and send them to me, please. Okay. Like, are they like bright green? I can just send you the one from Grinder because it's not working there either. Good. I uh, forgot my password, so I can't get on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Don't let people tell you that you can't be funny. Yeah, who told you who that? Who said that? Oh, okay. <laughs> was, it, it was, was, your, was it you? I think it was was it your own self? I think at our live show, I got some pretty decent laughs. I, I think mean, it w- Ken definitely took the show away. But no, don't say you that. Did. I don't like you saying People that because that makes up. me feel like I crossed a line. No, you didn't cross one at all. The, the whole point of that show was for people to enjoy themselves. So many people were after me like, Joe, that was an amazing show. Ken was amazing. And I'm like, did your oldest sister say it? Yeah, they were like, Ken's great. My mom's like, Ken's great. Everyone's like, Ken's great. Oh, your mom loves me. And I'm sitting there just like, Joe was there. And they're like, tell Ken we said hi. And then they walked away. What was it? I went up the slide. Um, (laughs) Okay, what's your go-to where you're like, okay, this is my comfort chip? Mm. You really have tried so many that you you don't even have a I've tried 403. Damn. Almost as many episodes as Ken had. 27 more. I'm going to beat you. Yeah. (laughs) Um. I love a salt and vinegar chip. Love, love, love. Now, here's the thing. If it's my my research, my personal research has shown, if you open the bag and it smells very vinegary, it's not going to taste very vinegary. The scent is there. The flavor is not. 
So it has to be Cape Cod has one of the best salt and vinegar chips. It's I crunchy. love Cape Cod chips. They're delicious. Okay. They have to be crispy and crunchy. That's an important thing. Your chip cannot be just crispy or just crunchy. I've never seen you this serious. Tell everyone what your Instagram is right now so that they can go to it right now. Chips with Rebecca. Chips with Rebecca. Okay. Honestly, everything that we've talked about here, this is what she's most passionate about. Like, obviously, social work. I want to help everybody, but (laughs) chips. (laughs) I've actually met some people. Like, I, um, there's a a guy in um, Canada we, like, met through reviewing. There's a huge, like, food reviewing community on Instagram. For chips or just food in general? Food in general. So like he'll send me stuff from Canada that we can't get and I'll send him stuff from here that he can't get. So it really has forged some like really cool friendships. Can we chips with Rebecca? I do okay. So obviously you're a food fan. Yes. So I do want to because I I do I have always thought that it was so important that if someone visits Cleveland I can tell them where the best anything is. So let's cover this, and then maybe we'll try to circle back to the important things we were talking about. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Where uh, are you a wing fan? Mm, not pizza. Really. I'm a pizza fan. Where are your pizza go tos? Give me like you know they're not in an order, but if you had like four or five places that you had to tell someone you're going to get a good pizza, you go here. Where do you go? I'm going to Harlow's. Fuck yeah, Harlow's is my wow. I love Harlow's. You really did not pause there. Yeah, that's amazing. Fratello's in Parma Heights. I've never been. They have... Full disclosure, we'll probably never go. Probably not, but that's fine. <laughs> um, but they're like a two-minute drive from my house. So they're like... Okay. The, like it's, That's nice. You know, like a Wednesday night and you don't know what to eat. And you're like, that's I'm going to get them. Carlos is like a mile away. So oh, we love jealous. that. Yeah. Um, a chain, but good. Jets. I've never heard of it. I don't even know what that is. Jets Pizza? No. They have a square pizza. Nope. That's illegal in New Jersey. <laughs> God, it might be. <laughs> no, I'm I'm telling you that it is. Is it really? Yeah. Do you want another We're, Bud Light? Sure. Can I, yeah. can I also have the bathroom, too? You sure can. You know what? <laughs> I'm going to pause this real quick. You can go ahead and get, take yourself to the bathroom. And pop. We're good. I love how excited you are, Ken. Peanut butter caramel coated popcorn. From Trader Joe's. The best. They're that good. looks amazing. <laughs> Trader Joe's. Almost never disappoints. They also have a dill pickle chip. I love a dill oh, pickle. Oh, I've had that. That yeah, so good. I do like that. Uh, Trader Joe's is one that we don't just because it's not super close to us. The closest one is Crocker Park. Yeah. So when we're grocery shopping, it's usually like the we have to go to like the Whole Foods or the Aldi's for stuff. We've been doing that a lot yeah. more too, and the or Giant what a Target, whatever's like cheapest. We'll sometimes go to like two different places. I'm a firm believer. I grocery shop. I also don't have kids. I also don't want a lot going on. I'll go to like three different grocery stores. Yeah. I'm like. Oh, yeah. Well, my wife will too. Like, because like everything, especially in the last couple of years, she's like, hey, you know what? Like, like if I'm out like uh, in um, uh, Fairview Park, she'll just be like, hey, I need you to stop at Target and pick up these two things because it's cheaper there than it is anywhere else. Yep. And stuff like that. Just because grocery shopping, especially now, is getting kind of wild. Yeah. Can we do a lightning round? Let's do a lightning yes, round. Yes, go ahead. Okay, one word responses. Old Bay seasoned goldfish. Delicious. Really? Spicy mustard Doritos. Hot. That's a thing? They were special. I paid too much money for them. <laughs> oh, onion and garlic wise potato chips. Meh. Okay, okay. Hold on. I Wait. you remember these. I know, I had chips. no doubt that. Wait, what? Captain Crunch Smart Food? Popcorn. Mm, 
It was okay. Oh, that's too sweet. Yeah. Oh, that's not a thing, too sweet. I'm a salty person. Okay. So too sweet is... Red hot goldfish. Good. I like Frank's red hot. They're good. Okay. Have you ever had that chip, the, like the really hot chip that's been like kind of like a... Have you ever had that? I've bought it two years in a row and then I keep chickening out because I don't want to do it. And I, I kicked myself because I had COVID last year and I'm like, I should have done it then when I couldn't taste anything. So I'd be like, oh, I was super cool because I didn't cry during the one chip challenge. But Oh, that would have been a... Bu- Wait, would that take away from... Well, yeah, it would. It'd be your taste buds, right? Yeah. Oh, that would have been such a baller move if no one knew you had COVID and didn't have yeah. taste and then ate it. And then you were like, you guys are all fucking losers. Mm. Yeah, but I'm just a baby and I don't like super hot things like um, the Cheetos. like the, the red hot Cheetos? They're too spicy for me. And I love spice. Like I put hot sauce on stuff. I love it. I don't mind it. like I, I don't mind spice, but I'm not trying to competitive eat. Like I want to yeah. enjoy the food. I put spice on it because I like it because I think it adds yep. something to it. I'm not like I ate something super hot. I feel sick. Like that's not And they're in flaming hot to everything now. I like so like a flaming hot cereal. I'm sorry. No. But we don't need to funny, be doing like, that. Like kind of in keeping with what we were doing. Okay. I actually have a way that I can get. Wait, I'm sorry. Keep doing your lighting round. Yes. Singapore salted egg yolk popcorn? What? It was okay. Oh, that All those was a words, it needs to be better than okay. Grilled hot dog flavored chips. From Circle K? Yes. Those were good. What are you talking about? Okay, that's fine. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> wait, I want to do a couple more. There was one. There was like these onion circles that that looked really good. Oh, here. Roller coaster potato. Oh, no. I don't know what I was talking about. Roller coaster potato rings. Those are I like the rings. blue. Yeah. The blue I see rings packaging. nice in their onion. Yeah. Um, I think those were okay. Fried crab flavored lays. Those are from um, either Japan or China. I can't remember which one. And they, those were all right. Are you ordering these? I've ordered a handful. Yeah. Like I started reviewing during the pandemic. Okay. So. This is so much fun. Do you have I, like a YouTube page? No, just Instagram. Oh, Christ. You should totally do. I'll even help you. In fact, we'll just, I have a guiltless YouTube that I never use. I'll, we'll just start putting your chip reviews just on Just put there. my chip reviews Pastrami on rye flavored potato chips. Those were good. Um, I remember them being very salty, though. Okay. That's the thing. A lot of places will put like extra sodium in there, like wrap snacks. Every time I get a wrap snacks, I want it to be good, and all of them are just so like soup super salty you definitely didn't like these crispy cream uh original glazed donut popcorn probably too sweet yeah that's what i figured i want another one though that you loved i'm gonna find one more that you loved we can just ask her no (laughs) birthday cake (laughs) no that's boring uh i feel like you loved Ooh, ooh. Mm, you, you thought these were too sweet too i'm sure honey butter chips those are delicious. Okay. Honey butter chips. Honey, honey butter. butter. Like, think of like those. Texas Roadhouse honey butter. They're real big in um, Asian communities. It's delicious. Wonderful. What's the brand? I lost it. Uh, high Thai. Oh, never mind. I mean, it's right here on. Oh, yeah. Korean, right? Yes. Those? If honey and butter had yep. a baby, it oh, would taste it's like on, these. It's on Amazon. Oh, I see. Oh, you gave them. ratings. Yeah. I oh, gave I could have been looking everything. at that. Oh, yeah, these are on Amazon. I'm going to order these. Oh, yeah. She, I mean, she paused and was just like, they're amazing. Wait, can we do, can we do an episode just on this? Yeah, of course. Okay, we'll do yeah. like a, 
like our wine tasting. And we can pair them with wines. Holy shit. We'd yes. love that. We'd love Let's it. just do this at flight. We'll try to pair chips with wine. You know there's an entire I'm collection of chips. I don't chips know if you are. I would totally <laughs> Called wine okay. chips. What? What? Yeah, so they're actually- God, I'm stupid. I don't know anything. Hashtag my only sponsor. Um, oh. <laughs> but- That's amazing. They pair their chips with wine. Like on their packaging, it actually tells you what chip, what wine to have with them. You know what's- Some of these I brilliant. can't do. I've actually have this. I bought this book at the airport. It's like the, it's, it's the beer that you should have with basically any meal. It's like if you're having like a like a breakfast like a breakfast burrito, they're like this is the type of beer. Perfect. And I can't stop reading it. Like I'll I'll like go to if I'm gonna go to like the brunch. Like we went and had a roaming biscuit uh, yesterday. Delicious. And I, oh my god, it's so, so good, fucking so good. good. And I was just I was scrambling through this book like what the hell kind of a beer should I drink? Because I was going to Jukebox, which I love. I was like, what kind of food should I? What type of beer should I have with this? And it's it's amazing. But like what. And the, the pairings are just great. Plus, I just, I love beer. I hear you. <laughs> so I do. Are you I a vegetarian? No. Oh, thank God. No, I love Ken is, and it's just I know. I can't, that's what I was saying. I can't do any of these, like, chicken chips. Yeah. They're vegetarian. It's not real chicken. Yeah. Actually, some of them are vegan that I've done. Okay. I always say, I say if they're vegan and if they're gluten-free, because weirdly enough, not all chips are gluten-free. Mm. There's a lot of lactose and a lot of dairy products in um, chips, which we is just got. There's a frightening. There's a lot of dairy products in chips, which I was not. I was kind of blown away. Like I didn't understand why, but yeah, yeah. Just it's, it's like sugar is literally in everything. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be. It just has to be some sort of contest. There has to be winners declared in this. In this, we can figure it out. We can figure out a game. We have our friend uh, Lindsay who owns a uh, flight Cleveland. Okay. Every time she comes on, we basically just have like uh, games where we where we drink wine and it's like a a wine game or something like that where we just try to figure out what's what. She'll ask us questions. We'll turn it into a game. All my notifications there. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Lindsay, uh, like the, the and Lindsay's been on here like three times, uh, and yeah, she just brings wine and just we turn it into a drinking game. And it's and if always we do fun. this at flight, there's like a built-in Vanna White that we can use because when when he looks at me. Um. Fuck. <laughs> What's this dude's name again? Frank? Yeah. Man, you love that dude. I love that dude. There is this guy at flight that apparently just the sun just rises and sets with this guy. And Ken has, I think, a healthy connection to him. Some would say unhealthy. You um, want to talk about that, Ken? Um, they, well, <laughs> the, the, the local law enforcement have asked that I not keep talking about it. Great. Um, yeah. Good. We'll, we'll take this off. Apparently he's just like <laughs> a Siberian husky with abs. He's just like got these eyes that just pierce yes. right through mm. you. And, and he's just like, he's just like a smoke show. I don't remember him at all. You are the, <laughs> you know, I started using that word and I'm like, smoke show? why? There are two phrases I started using level setting and smoke show and smoke show comes from you and level setting comes from my friend, Amanda. And it's, it's you know, infiltrating my you, life. And you know, you're the what, only one I know who says smoke show. Do you know where I use smoke show? It's for one person. You'll know who it is. It's Cordelia. Well, okay. Two people, <laughs> but it's Rob Lowe. Every single time I see Rob, I'm like, God, he's a fucking smoke show. Dude's like approaching 60 and he still just looks yeah. incredible. I mean, and then I go good. back and watch like his old movies, like Bad Influence and like, you know, like uh, like St. Elmo's Fire. Ugh. I'm like, God damn, that guy was good looking. 
And yeah, and I was like, this guy, he's in this new show on Netflix now. Mm-hmm. And with his son. Yeah, he's finally starting to age a little bit. And he's still better looking than most 30 year olds. Oh, yeah. It was really cool. I don't, I don't know if you saw, he gave, I think they were on Kelly Clarkson's show. Might have been Kelly Clarkson's show. And he gave his son his five year sobriety. I chip. did see that. One year, five year. I think it was five years. I think it was five years. And that was really cool. Wait, Rob Because his Lowe? son is also, also sober. I yeah. thought Rob Lowe was literally sober for like 30 years. No, Rob Lowe gave his, his son. son. Yeah. Oh, okay. His five-year yeah. gotcha. chip. And that was that was really... Yeah, no, he 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 is just not aging. No, it's so... Dumb. Like, Probably no booze, you know? Oh, yeah. And he's... He, yeah, I've heard him like an interview. <laughs> talk about I'll, I'll just get Botox. <laughs> So <laughs> no, we're drinking Bud Light. It's not really booze. Is there, do you have any show recommendations we should know about? Um, okay. So here's the one aspect Ooh, of my life. <laughs> she hesitated. Like, I don't know if I should say If it. there is a show, I probably have not watched it. So my husband is so like, he is, he knows all of the old shows, current shows. Okay. Um, I just started watching 24 for the first time. Oh. So no spoilers, please. Um, it's almost impossible to <laughs> so. spoil it, except it's not. Yeah. And um, I binged every. I mean, I watched every episode of Twenty Four. I yeah. own every DVD of Twenty Four. Yeah. So like, if it's like fifteen years old, I'm probably just watching it now. We're, um, we're like, the, and actually, Ken got us into one that was fifteen years old. Uh, so for he and I, there's two shows that really kind of it just kind of well three technically, but it's one's kind of two of them are kind of the same show. But uh, it's uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Okay, yes. Angel and The West Wing. My Quite frankly, was... you can probably just keep watching those over and over and over again. You'll be fine. You don't really have to watch anything else. Uh, Twin Peaks, though, is my one that so I, I will need say. To watch it. It's so messed up, but so, so good. So I keep talking did about you 24. Watch the, the, new, the, the newer one. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. I never did. I just I stuck with the original because I'm like, I feel like it's, I'm not going to be into it. You will. It's just as wonky as the last one. Is it? Yeah. I keep talking about 24 because there's a new show that came out a few weeks ago called The Night Agent. We just fucking started it on Saturday. It's I can't believe we're burning through done. it. We're burning yeah. through it. We just started it Saturday. Did you, night. Wait, did you watch 24? Yeah. Okay. It's got a. It's got kind yeah. of that vibe to it. Like it's got a 24, 24 Jason Bourne. Let me vibe. do the one spoiler. Of 24. You're going to be fine. <laughs> All the bad shit That's happens. Um, I don't know why they never realize that the worst things happen at the end of every hour in their lives. Yes. And so it's like my favorite, like, oh, shit, it's 7.59. We should just stop for a second and pause and think about our choices. But no, they keep going and all the horrible, <laughs> horrible things happen at the end of each hour. Yes. And I don't know why no one's putting that together. Chloe. Chloe should be putting that together. Oh, fucking Chloe. God. I love Chloe. It is wild, though, to go back and watch shows because, like, you can tell, obviously, it's so, like, post 9 11. Oh, yeah. That well, you're just like, ooh, ooh, well, that like, wouldn't fly today. No, well, but, like, West Wing. So, like, West Wing, was it season three? Like, was all, like, started, like, right after 9 11. And you can tell it's very much topically talking about but yeah you can do that with most shows like yes you can go back and watch i mean the, the big thing now is i don't really harp on it too much because it's it's like how are you asking someone in 1994 to be in 2023 agreed but friends is not a super you know inclusive <laughs> just a bunch yeah. of fucking white people walking around and you know just you know making gay jokes yes <laughs> yeah <know>? Ex- <laughs> yes that's Pretty just much. all they are they're just like uh oh it's so gay 
Like, like I think oh. it originated there. Like go back and watch. Yeah. Like, my wife and I watched. Uh, I actually did an episode. I do like these episodes where we just watch a movie and just joke around about. It. It's usually like a campier one. And me and my buddy uh, uh, Mike and Laura did Top Gun, and my wife had never seen Top Gun from '86, and it's it's just. The amount of times my wife would pause the movie and be like, "Why is this happening?" I'm like, "It was 1986." Yeah, yeah, like that's just. It and was. I'm just like, "You just gotta, you just gotta accept this is just what happened." Yep. Because typically, what happens if I walk up to a girl in a bar and I'm like, "I'd like to buy you a drink," and she's like, "I'm not interested," I should not follow her into the bathroom and try to have sex with her. <laughs> but in Top Gun '86, <laughs> everyone's where like, I'm "Going wrong." Everyone's just like, "That's it. not the glasses. It's my approach." <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're being too passive. Yeah. You need to follow that dude into the bathroom and be like, it's now or never. Look at these frames. What time is flight open till? Uh, <laughs> it's, su- it's Sunday. They're not open, are they? Oh, all right. Well, Sorry, man. Well, I'll... just go Tuesday. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then we'll pick you up from jail yes. on Wednesday. <laughs> Please bring chips. <laughs> I'll bring all of my opened bags. So what happens is I open a bag, I eat like three chips, and then my husband eats some, and then I'm like, like six weeks later, I'm like, oh, I'll throw that bag of chips out. It's not very sustainable of me, I'll be honest. <laughs> oh, yeah. my gosh. Do you two have the same tastes in chips? No. I rate things way higher. And I'm like, here, try this. Tell he's me what your critical. thoughts are. Yeah. I'm like, this is like an 8.4. And he's like, seven at best. Let's calm down. And I'm like, but oh. That's, <laughs> hey, but hey, there's, there's things that I'm very passive at and things that I'm much more critical on because they're things that are important to me, like BLTs. I've never had a BLT. God damn it. Because you're a vegetarian? And I grew up in a kosher house, so I never had bacon in my life. Well, he's also, okay, it's important that you also understand (laughs) there's a lot of things that Ken has not done, and some of them are going to be like, that you should fix. Like, he's never seen an episode of Seinfeld. Correct. What? Yeah. Wow, we did not get far. What? Did not get far. Okay. At this point, you should have fallen on an episode of Seinfeld. Yeah, like it didn't just come up in passing. Missing another one. I feel like I know what the next one's going to be. Well, there's a couple. Well, there's. He's never had coffee. That's the one. (laughs) I've never tasted coffee before. Yeah. Have you? Has there been a coffee chip that you've tried? Oh my gosh, we broke her. No, I'm sorry. You've never had coffee. I've never tasted. I'm sorry. I've actually. Maybe she's not going to be in our text chain team. (laughs) I mean, what? Are you firmly against caffeine? No, absolutely not. I I love tea. I had a really strong chai latte at, uh, oh, I went to a new place. Not this morning, but the other day. I went to The Root this morning because that's where I go on Sunday mornings. But I went to Propaganda. Oh, oh I like that place. Yeah, they're good. I had never heard of that this place. This one down here? On, uh, it was yeah. so good. Yeah, I like Propaganda. And then I stopped into Cleveland Vegan and got a ton of stuff for home. And there's then... a there's a lot of uh, a new, there's a roasted mm-hmm. Lakewood coming up here. Yep. Uh, yeah, I had her on when because uh, you know the uh, the the Tremont one, which I really really like, but it's just it's in Tremont. I'm not gonna go out to Tremont for coffee. At, at no, where are you times. gonna park? Yeah, exactly. The street, most yeah. likely. Just <laughs> probably not. Yeah, but they're opening one in Lakewood down the street. I'm so excited. I've What's it tech- called? Roasted. Uh, roasted. The one in Tremont's awesome. Yeah. It's really really great. Oh, I'm, I I'm excited. I was, when I saw it, I messaged her. I'm like, oh my god, I'm so excited. But Lakewood's got like five or six. Like good ones, like ones that I really like. Ready Set is probably my favorite. They do an oat milk. What? No. I so <laughs> I'm sorry. No, tell tell everyone why you like it. <laughs> yeah, Ken will tell you why it's dumb. <laughs> He's already shaking his head. Because <laughs> much like the chips, I have my criteria for a, a for a coffee 
joint. Well, I'm there for the coffee, which yeah, you're not. That's yeah, that is not one of my criteria. So if that's if that's like it's, it's stellar, then you're good. I do dairy. I, I do dairy free coffee. I just love it. Like when I go to coffee places, which I've never had. I have three. When I go to coffee places, I have three places, criteria. I have criteria. That's like, not one I of go my for criteria. the coffee, you weirdo. And you're yeah. like, that's not why I go to coffee places. <laughs> okay, so I would say so they have good coffee, ready set coffee. I mean, that's my neighborhood. They have good oat milk. Like they do like an oat milk foam. Which is like impossible to find anywhere Amazing. else. It's so good. So, the, the, my three criteria are <laughs> um, seating. Like it's got to be seating where my back is not. I don't like your attitude, Joe. Uh, <laughs> where my back is not to the whole room because I will lose my mind. Okay, well you should sit on the other side then. Like there's not always that option. I don't really love your attitude right now either, Rebecca. Um, so. Okay, if everyone that you're telling the story does doesn't like your attitude, maybe it's not everybody. I don't feel that way. Um, so, Are you offended or is it offensive? There you go. Look what she did. See, you'll be fine. Uh, welcome to the text chain. Like you know, my seat at Gypsy Bean is like in the corner. Like it's awesome. Okay, so it's got to have good seating. Sounds like and a trauma. Ready, response. set, coffee had great seating. So they a plus. A plus. T. It's got to be like a cool, loose leaf tea. And and Ready, Set were all just bags of tea. And it felt pretty generic as opposed to Gypsy Bean, which has like 48 flavors of tea that they Oh, they do scooping. have a lot of tea flavors. Yeah. yeah. So that didn't go. So that was like a B minus at okay. Ready, Set Coffee. And then the third one is the food. Um, and this is where the root is the highest like the oh. roots food is a plus had an amazing breakfast there this morning i don't totally love their tea because it just everything there tastes like dirt the drinks because uh, it's the root um seating is okay uh gypsy seating is amazing tea is amazing food is mm, um for me but the food at ready set was i will try it again but the one thing that i had there i couldn't even swallow you can't you it guys you, you need at least two visits you can't yeah. write off one visit. i agree and i just i will go back there i had a vegan yeah. something that it was it was i learned that from mm. doug tratner he's like i can't oh. he's like you can't you can't judge a place on a you're like the doug tratner of chips yeah that is the best compliment because i love doug tratner <laughs> yeah he like, sat in that chair yeah it's like cleveland royalty i mean for real though yeah like, he was a good guy i liked him a I, lot but yeah, he's he's like you can't. He's like that's where like you'll, things like Yelp and shit are so yep. dumb. He's like mm-hmm. I will go back. You can't I will gauge. Go back. He's like especially now after the pandemic, you can't gauge based on one trip. I'm he's gonna like, go he's tomorrow like, morning. I, he's like I'll go like three, four times sometimes just uh because I got to give obviously service. You know, there's a lot of there's a worker shortage. Everything. He's like I got to give them. Yep. Restaurants are allowed to have bad days. They're they are. So, but yeah, I I I uh, I mean, that's an amazing list, Ken. We try a new coffee shop every Saturday, my husband and I. It's like our, since the pandemic, we're like, every Saturday, let's go, like, find a coffee shop. Have you been to Gypsy Bean? Yes, I have. Okay, good. Yep. That was We've done, I corner. think, almost all of them in Cleveland. Nice. And now, like, Akron actually did, like, a coffee trail. Yeah, yeah. And that was really cool, so we did that. And now we're on to the Akron, like, brew path, which is, like, going to a bunch of breweries to get the, beer. The Akron brew path is a it. little bit more difficult because they're they're very spread out. Yeah. Uh, they're really, really spread out. Like, here, you can go to, you know, six breweries in Cleveland, and they're, like, 
two miles from each other. But like when you go down to Akron, because you got to go out to sometimes Barberton, you got to go out to Firefly yep. Park. They're really. I'm from Akron, so okay. they're they they yeah they they're do just, spread. They're really spread out, but there are some good ones down in Akron. But what I will say, and this is my only issue with Cleveland breweries. I'm not an IPA drinker. And I don't know why every Cleveland brewery thinks that only Clevelanders, all we want, are IPAs and one Pilsner. They're the, that's what, and IPAs I'm like, is, what's, is what sells the most. That's the I'm point. aware. But you're, but you're, but you're absolutely like, right. Can we yeah, get one sour? Hobby. I There's, would love just one, a fruited sour, a sour IPA. Well, and you just lost like, the one that had those. Yeah. Because Funkin' Chip's gone. Exactly. My um, one place. My one, like, and it's, that's my only issue. Every brewery I've been to so far in Akron has had a sour. Yeah, and it's like, what's your what's your Cleveland brewery up here? What's your fave? The the one if someone's like I go to one brewery in Cleveland, where do I go? I'm gonna go to Masshead because they have delicious beer and they've got a delicious pretzel. Where's Masthead? Uh, uh, downtown. Yeah, uh, like oh, I don't East Ninth. Okay, yeah. Area. So I am. I, I do. I used to actually used to work right next to Masshead. I I do like them. I. And but they are the epitome of what you just said, though. Yeah, they are. If they have twelve beers on draft, nine of them are IPAs. They do have a jalapeno IPA, though. That's pretty good. It's not bad. It's not yeah, bad. But they like also it. do a very good. They have very underrated food. Their pizza is good. They have great sandwiches for lunch, and uh, they do have a couple good beers. They have a red a, a red Midwest IPA is really really good. They also have like a, a porter. That's very scarcely on their menu, though. Yeah, but it's really really good. But uh, I'm a I'm a noble beast. That's, okay. Like every any day of the week, you ask me, I'm like Noble Beast is the best in the city. Beer, food, atmosphere, everything—they're the best. I, I do like love that door. place. Isn't my place next door? The Cider House. No, that's uh, you're Griffin. thinking. You're thinking of LBM. Oh, oh love I LBM. thought that's what you were talking about because I thought you but, love LBM. Oh, I do love LBM. I love LBM. It. They don't brew their own stuff. No, but <laughs> okay. their LBM I think is the best cocktail place in the city. A thousand percent. Not they even close. I've been they, there once, and you, that's how I feel. I had – maybe it's so craft, and I actually just posted a kind of a snarky story about craft brew places, but I loved my time at Society. Oh, I like oh, it there. I've never been. I just, I list. never make it – we're not a downtown no, house. No, nor am I. We, we just never – but yeah. like cocktail-wise, it's LBM is first and foremost – and then uh, Cloak and Dagger is another really, Cloak really good one. I've never be, been. Uh, I haven't been yet. That's it's on really my, good. I highly recommend, not just for cut the food. Even, I know it's all vegan food. I've been there multiple times. The food is very, very good. Casey, one of the owners, she came on too. She was awesome. But like they just have like, like they'll have like a vegan BLT. And I'm like, I got to go check. That. I just have to figure out how they're doing this. It's yeah. great. Their Does it taste good? good? Let them know. Oh, yeah. Get the BLT. Then you can have one. I don't like stuff that, I mean. I, I'm oh my very gosh! Picky. There's so much here. Uh, I don't love stuff that <laughs> tastes like meat. You know? Okay. Just, yeah. I just, I'm just fair. not a big fake meat person. I'm not um, really either. But some of it, because some of it is just rubbery and it's not very yeah. good. But I love theirs. Like they'll do, mm-hmm. like uh, the 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 chef there when he started at Cloak and Dagger, his resume to see if he could, or yeah, Cloak and Dagger. His resume is he brought in eggs that he made. They're like vegan eggs. And she was wow. just like, how do you do this? And he walked her through it. She's like, you might be the person we're looking for. Dang. But their cocktails also are amazing. Those I had are a really great cocktail at Velvet Tango Room. Okay. It Chris was like, and I like going there. You know, yeah. it's a cool. We've never actually eaten there, but we like going there. We'll sometimes go there just to grab a cocktail before going to dinner, but it's a cool place. I've I, never I, been. I, I bought it. I bought that cocktail like six years ago. I just finished paying it off a few weeks ago. It was expensive. Um, <laughs> it, was, it was an installment plan. It was 
unbelievable. Wait, have you been to LBM? No. You have to go. Yes. Oh, we gotta, yes. We got to take it over. No, no, no. I have been to LBM. I haven't been to Noble Beast. Okay. Well, you're not a beer drinker. so Oh, right. but the uh, the veggie sandwich at Noble Beast, I think, is the best. Not just veggie sandwich. It's one of the best sandwiches in the city. It's okay. so good. Chris and I always like split it when we go there. It's really good. I want to go on a sake tour. Mm, I've, ne- I've never had sake. <gasps> Like ever, ever? Like ever, ever. You two are the weirdest oh. fucking people. Because <laughs> <laughs> just as you're shitting on him for all his stuff, you're like, I've never had sake. That's fascinating. I do love LBM, though. Some because sakes they don't really talk well you. with chips. I imagine that's probably true. Yeah. I've just never had any. Amazing. Never, ever. We had sake oh, at my birthday party. Yes. Like, I've never done a sake bomb. I've never done a bad. I've gotten housed at some of these places, like these hibachi places. Because, like, you know, those guys will come out there with those literally ketchup bottles full of sake, and they'll oh, just, they just squirt yeah, yeah, it yeah. in your mouth. I've, yeah. yeah, we've left a couple hibachi places super iffy. <laughs> I mean, I've also never done a, uh, what is it called, an Irish car bomb either drink. Uh, that is also, but That's are you like a Guinness? I mean, are you a Guinness fan? Um, I don't know that I've ever had a Guinness. It's like, <laughs> see, that's my drink. I'm a stout. I, I like Ew. It. Yeah. Ooh. Chewable. Ooh, ooh. The left hand <laughs> milk lady, stout. Calm down. We didn't yeah. judge you for your life choices. <laughs> there are some very, very good stouts in this left, city. Okay. Left hand milk stout. Yes. That's my favorite one. Uh, the breakfast stout. Founders has a really good one. Uh, Great Lakes. Uh, the oyster stout is very, very good. Does that taste like? Oysters? No. Yeah, okay. It's just the name of it. No, they're oysters. There's a stout. peanut butter stout too that XYZ has that I really yes. like. Yes. Also I, very good. Okay, I do like a peanut butter. Like yeah. I just want like half a, a, a small glass. Don't though. try to get back on our team after you said <laughs> ew. For most stouts, I'm firmly against, but like a dessert stout, I'm Starts, kind of for I'm kind uh, of stout, stouts are also very they're they're an acquired like th- yes. those are for people that like beer, I think. or it's very specific because most people, yeah. you know, when they think of stouts, it's just and a lot of stouts are like that. They're super thick and heavy and yes. it's like drinking like an alcoholic milkshake, which ain't a bad thing. But some of them are, are some of them are kind of difficult. But you find like a really, really good one. And he like named a couple of the left hand milk stouts really, really good. The breakfast stout, the the breakfast stout from uh, Founders is really good. And yeah, Great Lakes. And Noble Beast has good ones too. Like, I recently found out I don't like barley wine. I really thought that was, like, a wine. Dude, <laughs> it's not. I, uh, no, it's not at all. The uh, The guy that owns Noble Bee, Sean, he came on and he brought in their barley wine. And it's also super high in alcohol, it's like which I found out later when 15%. everyone left. <laughs> Wait, yeah. does LBM, doesn't LBM have mead? I think they also have vegan dishes. And they have no, they have no some. mead. Oh, mead. mead. I thought There's you said meat. Mead. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know if they do, but uh, they, I mean, they might have some there. Okay. But uh, Griffin Cider House doesn't. So does Bottle House. They have mead too. I'm a I'm a mead fan. I was a medieval studies major. It's very exciting to me. Well, this is summer. <laughs> hey, as soon as Thunder gets here, we're gonna you know we're we'll, we'll take him on a tour. We'll we'll go to Bottle House. We're gonna take him everywhere. Kind of want you, a name update, but I'm not up for it. Have you settled on a name? Down to two. Wow. We are down to two. Oh, Liam, Connor. No, no. Okay. And it's, and it's not, <laughs> really it's not Thunder. Can't be Connor. I know. Thunder's what we've been calling him just because. Oh, okay. Up until literally like two weeks ago, we were like, we hate all names and we don't know what we're going to mm-hmm. call him. So we came across a, a couple that uh, that we re- one. I actually think you're going to like both of them. Okay. I won't say it on air. I'm nervous. It's okay. Like, okay. No, don't be. It's my job. Yeah, I mean, that's. <laughs> 
Like you were just inserting yourself in his life, but it's cool. You know, he's been very vocal that he's going to be a very integral part of this child's life. Oh yeah. Yes. Are they allowed to eat a BLT? Sure. <laughs> Whatever. Well, my wife's a vegetarian too, so it's going to be a fight. But yeah, he's eating bacon. As long as your baby's not drinking Bud Light. <laughs> just trying to land that plane. There just we go. There we go. Plane. Wait. So chips with Rebecca. Everybody yes. has to go follow that. Yes. Yes. How else should we be following you? Um, I also have a therapy page. Yay. It's called uh, Your Friendly Neighborhood Therapist. Amazing. Um, kind of like a riff on like uh, Your Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man. Yes. Type of. Are you a big comic book person? My husband is. So okay. um, by marriage, I am too. Yeah. So Are you? What's your comic book? Uh, I think this is I, a I was a G.I. Joe comic book guy growing oh. up. I like G.I. Joe and Transformers, which the movies are terrible. Yeah. The yeah. Lady J. Flint and Lady J. They were a couple. I loved Lady J. Yeah. Also Scarlet and Duke. A couple. Yeah, I was really into G.I. Joe and Transformers. Okay. You know what a Lady J is? It's a bird. <laughs> it is not. <laughs> oh, no. It's a joint. It's a joint? No. Oh, I mean, it might be. Oh. oh, then I don't know. I thought, like... <laughs> oh, a Lady J is a device... Well, device is a bit of a strong word. It's a apparatus that women can uh, uh, use to urinate. Everyone should look that up, and that's why because she's like because she's hanging tough with the with the men of GI Joe, and so this is a common. The people there's there's a place for getting haircuts called Lady J. Okay. Anyway, okay, what? so you're a friendly neighborhood therapist. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Look it up, folks. Okay. <laughs> um, I love that. I'm a Marvel okay. Spider-Man freak, so that's awesome. Okay. And that's it. No other places. That's just, okay. Just that's on more. the gram. You don't need a lot. We don't yeah. have a lot. Well, Ken has a lot. I don't have a lot. <laughs> Ken has a lot. Ken does have a lot. Ken's doing some stuff. Ken has a lot going on. He I know. He always does. He's a big part of the community. He's a big part of the city. He's a big part of the world. Yes, yes, I've learned. So, Ken, what do you got coming up? <laughs> uh, we There's a burlesque show, especially if this is you're going to put this together right away. Uh, burlesque show on Friday night at the Beachland Ballroom. Um, it is date. A, Say the date. It is the 21st. It would be, okay. It was the 21st. And it's the one show a year that has a live band uh, performing while the burlesque dancers are performing. Uh, so I will be up there hosting that. And it means I don't have to get dressed up, which makes me happy. But Beachland Ballroom on the 21st. Uh, and school's almost out, so I can chill for a minute. Cool. Rebecca, yeah. chips? Any chips coming up? Um, I do have a. I do have one at home. It's a Irish whiskey barbecue. What? That oh, I'm going to be reviewing to tonight. word. Okay. Um, so I will leave. Send me that. After you obviously review it. But I also want to know, like, where I can. I I want to check that out. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's coming unless up. Unless it's unless I have to order it from Ireland, in which case there's no way that's gonna fly. No, but this brand is really cool. It's called Kios. I think Co's maybe. I'm not sure. And they tell you you can like scan a little QR code on the back, and it tells you exactly where your potato came from. Holy shit! <laughs> which is like so cute. I love it. Yes, it is. <laughs> Love it. I absolutely. That's like it's like the Cabbage Patch Kids. Like you can know exactly where yes this came from. Amazing. Yeah. What that's, do you got coming up? Yeah. Ah, baby. That's yeah. about it. I mean, a uh, lot of episodes. God, this this is going up, but I have three recorded episodes that I haven't put out yet, and I got about I have another one tomorrow, 
and then two on. I'm excited. I'm going to go to Southern Tier on Wednesday and do an episode there. Uh, and then, I don't know, I just have, I'm cramming a bunch of these episodes in before Thunder gets here because, you know, I'm going to take a little break, but still, I'll still release every single week, mm-hmm. but obviously take a break so Chris and I can figure out how we're going to tag team this little monster that's either going to come out really being a good part of our lives or he's going to make shit real hard. There is no in between. Probably both. What if he says, I don't want to do judo? Uh, I would say that's fine. I don't do judo either. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm jujitsu. Jujitsu. Right. <laughs> oh, damn it! I don't care what he wants to do. I just want him to do something. I, I don't want him to play video games. I don't want him to be someone that sits inside and plays video games. That's it. Okay. That's that's my that's my only. And I want him to have a friend. My biggest fear. I don't know why. My biggest fear is I'm afraid he's going to struggle making friends. I don't know why. Because mm-hmm. Carissa was a bit of an introvert, and I only had friends because I was at a small school. It was lack of options. It wasn't because I was interesting. So that's my biggest fear. So uh, so more episodes coming out, one baby coming out, and hopefully he has friends, and that's it. Done. Done. Rebecca, you're the coolest. Thanks for coming over. On such Thanks. A, so much Really fun. kind of taking a chance, too, <laughs> just being like, I don't know these people, really. I know we've joked around like via messages about like certain things, but you're like, I will go to your house and your one exit basement with no windows, and I will discuss this with a guy that's never seen Seinfeld or had coffee. You <laughs> entered as a stranger- and now I'm leaving in the group chat. There you go. Oh. <laughs> I see what you were doing, but she hasn't seen it yet. Hers it's okay. It's it's a, there's a sign up here. Oh. <laughs> oh, I didn't even see that. Oh, that's cool. I'm like, I'm real small. So honestly, that's like almost above my highlights. Well, and also because the desperation to prove something with the medals is blocking it. So yeah. Oh, just kidding. We're, gonna, we're not going to talk about it now. We're going to talk about it when I hit stop, though. <laughs> so thank you, everybody. Thank, thank you. you. Make sure everybody follow, follow, follow to make sure what chips you should be buying. I already have some in my Amazon cart ready to go. <laughs> so thank you. And thanks for your help tonight. Just talking about these things. So thank you a, for having me. It's a deep topic, but uh, not surprisingly, you did really, really well. And you know a lot about it. And I, I, uh, I don't want you to leave Ohio, but if you, that is your journey, we support you. Thanks. All right. Ken. <laughs> Thank you. You're amazing.